Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The spirits are very angry. They want to speak with you. What? Where? Like, what? what you know, how do we even start this conversation? It says, at... Rain Tree Hotel. And we are... Go on. Not live. Mm. <laughs> one day, I promise you, one day we're going to actually have a proper intro. I will, I will badger Kyle so that we actually get a proper intro instead of we are not live. Yep. <laughs> it, it, it's not even like you're saying we are dead. Or something then it ties into dead air. Mm. Sorry, you have to sit through a couple's argument. Oh, yeah. I think Therapy. it's quite fun to see this happening. <laughs> the dynamics between you guys. Now, uh, uh, that's what you get when we have uh, when we call each other work wives. Uh. Yep, <laughs> exactly. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Dead Air. Welcome. Today we have a very, very special guest. Really, very special. Um, I can't believe. I honestly can't believe it's taken this long for us to sit down all together. Yeah. But I'm glad that we're all together now. Yeah. Yep. Um. Supernatural Confessions, Eugene Tay. Hi, everyone. Um, just for the, I'm going to say, two people out there who don't know who Supernatural Confessions are. At most two people. Are. Maybe, maybe <laughs> one if we're lucky. <laughs> like. I'm reading this off the official description from, I think, YouTube. Okay. Okay. So if, if there's anything you want to update, just let me know. Sure. Uh, Supernatural Confessions is a collection of stories recounted by people with real paranormal experiences. And here we have the man behind it, as introduced, Eugene Tay. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Correct. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the same vision from then still applies very much to today. Yeah, yeah, not yeah, wavered yeah, at yeah. all. See, that's consistency, man. That's that's what keeps supernatural confessions up and going. The consistency. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, I heard hmm. of you guys uh, from way back. I, I met up with uh, you know Kyle. I think pre-COVID, wasn't it? Yeah, just before COVID. Yeah. He's, he's the more popular and more social of the two of us. La. No la, no la. We each have our own audience. I was, I was a fan of the show, Ghost Maps, and I was listening to it, and finally I was tracing you guys down like, oh, so these are the guys. So, yeah. yeah, but we don't want to show face. I said, okay, no, I can respect that because you're yeah. podcasters. Then later on, I'm like, wait a minute, these guys are doing videos now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 We, 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 we did pivot. Um, yeah, we did pivot, yeah. Actually, when did we pivot? Uh? We pivot like, like two uh, when years ago. Ghost Maps took off. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. really took off. I mean, the, the pandemic really helped, yeah. right? People wanted yeah. ghost stories during it. Stuck at I'm sure you all amped up your production also. We, we, were, we were lucky. It uh, wasn't planned. It was not like mm. I had a foresight. Mm. I just happened to start the live show mm. right before the pandemic started. Yeah. So, pandem- okay, pandemic started sometime in 2020. Mm. No, sorry, 2019. Yeah. Mm. At twi- end of till end of 2018, I was already doing live show. Yeah. So when 2019 March hit and everything was locked down at home, mm-hmm. I was already in the zone already. Yeah. But yeah. back then the quality is chacha camera, chacha mic lah. <laughs> everything was chacha lah. Yeah. yeah well, we how long? I'm trying to think back. How long has it been uh, since you guys started? I mean, you all have been around for. I've been around f- since 2015. Pre 
Prior yeah. to that, I was also doing paranormal investigation, but it wasn't with any official capacity. It was a, a like more like a hobby, yeah, hit yeah. and run. And actually, my very first foray into the paranormal was 2012. Mm. And oh, okay. that's where the book is about. What Two years I was in the zone, yeah. Uh, every day, seeing stuff. Like when people talk about paranormal experiences, you get that one fleeting moment. Yeah. Mm. You get that one shadowy incident and that's yeah. it. And you have a story to tell. I had two full years of heroin experience. Yeah. Yeah. So after that, I just went into, I, I was curious for answers. I went into mm. it. And one thing led to another because once I printed a book as a form of closure, yeah, uh, people started calling me and says, hey, I have an experience just like yours. Can mm. I share it? Mm, so sure. I became like the halfway house for people <laughs> to just call. You know, we all hold hands. Hi, my name is Eugene. I have a paranormal experience. And hi, Eugene. Everyone sits down and tell their story. <laughs> That's kind of how we started. So in 2015, officially, I started a YouTube channel mm. but then maybe that's like one video a year yeah mm. because you know you, you do so much effort you put it up there and then you get like three views your mom your father and maybe your grand aunt and then yeah you know, you wait, wait, wait. <laughs> your mom watches your stuff she doesn't even watch mine <laughs> yeah it's, it's, it's kind of touching because my mom and my parents actually hated what I do with mm. this <laughs> Typical Pranakan mother, right? Yep. la, you do all this, hantu follow you back home. La. Ayya, you bring all this nonsense. And then now I heard my dad messaging me, oh, son, that was a very scary uh, story you shared. I said, where? On YouTube. I said, what? when would you watch? Oh, I've been watching every other week. I was like, you don't say. Mm. So I think to me, beyond anything else, having your parents finally accept what you do, mm. that's, that, to me, that's success. Right? That's, that's, yep. I'm happy. Yeah, I mean, I, I also feel that way. Yeah. yeah, my mm-hmm. parents initially didn't didn't accept it. Hmm. Asian parents lah. Yeah, yeah sway yeah. <laughs> My yeah. mom's my mom's interested, but she still doesn't believe in ghosts. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. That's actually a very good thing. Mm. You yeah. need to balance it out. Ironically enough, my dad has been telling me ghost stories. Huh. So, uh-huh. it always comes from the family. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, as it turns out, it seems to come from the fathers. So. Yeah, from the fathers, <laughs> of course. <laughs> um, yeah. So that 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 kind of explains the origins of it. But then. You, you were saying like, you know, people started approaching you and everything. Like mm. Since then, do is it still the same where people are just out of nowhere spontaneously approaching you? Or? Yeah. yeah. Wow. So, I've, as I was doing Supernatural Confessions, mm. I've always said this, if one day the confessions stop, and I truly believe that there would be a finite amount of ghost stories. I, I believe Singapore, small island, you know, there's only so many camp stories, hot, haunted hotels, haunted toilets that you can hear. I almost imagine that one day we're all dried up, mm. but it has not. And yeah. some of my latest video that I shared on my own Friday Night Live show, I happened to walk along the street and this guy was like asking for donations. I was like, hey, you're that guy from Supernatural Confessions, Eugene, right? <laughs> can I tell you a ghost story? So I like, okay, handphone out, ready, record. Uh, and I'm kind of, it, it, it it's very heartwarming, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. When someone comes up to you and wants to share this, and this was what the entire vision of Supernatural Confessions was created for, to mm. be a safe space for people to share. Because, yeah. you know, frankly, in today's day and age, when you tell people, I've seen a ghost, they either don't know how to react or they call you crazy. Mm-hmm. And then what, mm-hmm. right? So Supernatural mm-hmm. Confessions became that halfway house the platform for survivors to come in and find the right people for their tribe. Supernatural therapy. Yeah. <laughs> Might have to rebrand. Yes. <laughs> Actually, we were talking about it on uh, our friend's podcast, the Yalabad podcast, mm. right? About how like supernatural, like the theme of supernatural and horror mm. actually soothes the soul. 
Yeah. Mm. Like I feel like people, res- I, I'm sure you have listeners like this, right? Our listeners tell us that, oh, we listen to Ghost Maps because, it, it, you know, it helps with my uh, mental health and, and it makes me uh, want to sleep. Like I want to sleep to it, that kind of thing. Very, and very weird. It's very <laughs> weird, yeah, but yeah. I get it. I do that to a certain extent. So... Yeah. Do you guys have that? Yeah, we, we have that as well. But so far, no one said they wanted to sleep to it. Uh, I get people telling me, oh, I go jogging, I listen to your yeah, podcast. Yeah, yeah. Then uh, things happen to me. Or, or this girl I met at the, at the, at the supermarket, she, it was hilarious. Uh, she, I looked at her, she looked at me. She smiled, I smiled. Then I looked behind her, there's this angry boyfriend. I was like, oh shit. You know, like, oops, sorry, I checked out your girl. He's like, I don't like you very much. I was like, wow, what did I do? Mm. Every Friday night, I want to go and sleep. My girlfriend turns on all the light, just want to listen to you and don't want to sleep. I was like, okay. yeah. So I, I have people also tell me, oh, I cannot listen to you at night yep. because Same. it will be attracting. So I only listen to you on Saturday or Sunday morning. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you do, you do, you do like uh, agree with the fact that, like when we talk about ghost stories, even now yeah. it attracts things, right? Yes. Yeah, very much. I tell you guys, really, we risk our lives out there just to tell good ghost stories. <laughs> I had things happen to me. Uh, in my studio. Mm. Mm. So maybe if you guys are lucky, things might move. I'm not sure. Oh, please don't. <laughs> please don't. Please don't. Please don't. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> the vibe in this place is very nice. Uh, so I had experiences where, okay, my house is clean. Mm. I think, right? As, yeah, yeah, as best yeah. as I can, right? There's the Asap Ruma. Asap Ruma means you smoke the house and yeah. everything. But there are times where I just t- turn on the mic and I start telling ghost stories. Things will move. Oh, yeah. Uh, people see, oh, audience saw, there's a shadow in your room just moving. And when I replay it, yeah, I can't explain. You were alone, la. I was alone. Yeah, but it's like late at night, lah. Ten plus, bro. Yeah, uh, there were incidences. One-off incidences where and this one really spooked the hell out of me. Mm. <clears throat> I finished a live show. I went to bed. About four a.m., I woke up. Just woke up, and from my room to the other room across the the small corridor, if the door if the doors are open, you can see right through. Yeah. Mm. So I saw my kid. He's about I think four years old. He was laughing and giggling and talking to the bookshelf. And I woke up, I said, what are you doing? He says, Coco asked me to play hide and seek. Wow. Mm. I was like, wow, okay, okay, okay. You know, let's go back and sleep. I was spooked, man. Where, where was this? 2021, maybe? Oh my it's quite God. recent, recent enough. Oh, shit. Yeah. Honestly, oh. I, I don't know which one is worse, whether it's good or bad that when kids, and I, I've heard like stories similar to that where the kid is like talking about like yeah. something that's there, but they're always all like, yeah, yeah. Like you're always happy, like, right? Yeah, it's like yeah, no big deal. I've seen, yeah. seen it firsthand. I don't know whether it's better or worse that they're happy. <laughs> no, they start pointing to things and saying things that are not there. Yeah. And then all the adults straight away immediately, nothing la, nothing la, nothing yeah. la. And it's like, it's so weird. Like, yeah. but, but uh, did your kid remember no, he doesn't. He the didn't. next day, don't remember. He didn't. Yeah. You so, sure they are your kid now? So, <laughs> or doppelganger. Yeah, maybe, right. <laughs> so, so the thing is, he, I always try to, incidents like this as one-off is hard to prove. Yeah. Mm. It's very easy for even us as people in the industry to just find a logical reason and shoehorn it inside. Yeah. yeah. Sleepwalking nightmare. Yep. Yeah. Done. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's more of like running away from the possibility that it could have been something, right? Mm. Yeah. And if it happens in repetition, then it's, it's very hard to explain. Like, really hard to yeah. explain. Recurring is one thing. The other one is if something moves, 
that is also very hard to explain. So my wife loves to bring back secondhand items from she all this oh, vintage thing. Like your, your your wooden table, this kind of stuff she loves as well. <laughs> There's souls in trees. So this yep, is there is, there is, there is. Uh, and so sorry. So she brought back this hundred year old cabinet. The kind of cabinet that doesn't use screws and yeah. you know, oh my really heavy stuff. It's beautiful, it's vintage. But I look at it, it came in from the house, I was like, oh, I could feel it, bro. Now, I'm not a person with a third eye, so let's clarify that. Mm. But having done this over the, so many years, I kind of hone that sensitivity just a little bit. So like something, it comes in like, okay, something's wrong. My eye, my eye started twitching, I was getting goosebumps. I say, okay, now I just not talk about it. Mm-hmm. Don't mm. raise awareness. It's going to go away. Yeah. <clears throat> My wife, who's a skeptic, who's like devout Catholic, and ah, I don't believe in ghosts. It's like the stove just turned on and off by itself. And I heard a voice behind me. It's a woman's voice. And the spirit that I detected was a woman inside of it. Mm. And then I said, okay, what do we do with this now? Do we throw it away? Because it's a beautiful cabinet. And then more importantly, we, you know, we paid a lot of money for it. Mm. So, you know, rational mind. Let's yeah. negotiate with the spirit. Mm. We allow you to stay here. Just don't disturb the family. Is that okay? And it turns out, you know, we had a lot of peace after that. So sometimes when so the spirit still at your house, ah? I think so. Yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> so the way I treat spirits, like you know, as a friend, I, uh, yeah. you know, with compassion and love, like, hey, yeah. bro, don't disturb you. Don't disturb me, ah. Huh? Okay. So spirit said, thumbs up. We fist bump and it was all cool. So did you like negotiate with the spirit through a medium or you did it yourself? I did it myself. Wow. Yeah. Champion and this guy. <laughs> Can I just say this is why uh, I only shop at IKEA. <laughs> <laughs> A little bit less likely, yeah. Because they are not really wood, right? Yeah. They are not really wood. I, I look, I can, I can deal with a little whopping in my shelves, but yeah, yeah. If I have to negotiate with a spirit, that's that's a little bit more than I paid for. I don't think that the warranty. Deal with the Yeah, deal with the whopping, lah. Yeah, yeah. I'll deal with the whopping. If it's haunted, just change because it's nine ninety. You can, you can buy another one. So speaking of your wife, right? Does she? Is she like? Does she approve of what you do? Uh, the, the the short answer is no. <laughs> <laughs> the boss said a lot. Yeah, the boss said a lot. <laughs> but it was not something I was going to stop for anyone. Mm. And I was doing this way before I, I met her. So I don't think she can come in and try to deter me for it. Mm. Um, and I think we had, I can't remember, but I think we had a conversation where it was, if it was her or SE, which one would I pick? There was no pause. There was no... St- break in that decision making process of SC so I think she kind of know where she stands with I, I need to cut this clip out and just give it to him to upload to the SC fans so that yes. he can say this man is dedicated how dedicated yeah. are you I, 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 I choose negotiated SC. with I my wife SC. Yeah. I've negotiated with spirits I've negotiated with my wife and I choose SC yeah, that's right <laughs> negotiated with spirits I, I, I've experienced all this kind of thing but the scariest thing was negotiated with my wife and I won yeah. wow that's yeah. dedication yeah, because the reason I ask is because um, you you obviously you go on a lot of like paranormal adventures mm. and you know your wife like to com- uh, collect vintage stuff. So there will be a lot of collection of energy. Yeah. Overlap. Yeah. yeah, overlap in your house. Yeah. Oh yeah. So how do you deal with that? Oh, I think you, you, you touch on a very sensitive uh, and good topic to talk about because only very recently in this year, something happened to my house and mm. me. Oh, wow. <clears throat> so uh, this is 2023 yeah. and I have a considerable amount of experience. Not expert by mm-hmm. any, any yardstick, but more so than the common guy. <clears throat> mm. And I felt that my house is protected. I got yeah. all my defense against the dark arts. <clears throat> there was so much overlapping energy mm. that even 
too too much of a good thing becomes a conflict. Mm. You get this whirlpool of energy that started creating vortexes around the house. And then I start bringing back uh, things from outside. So there's one time I went for, because every every Saturday I do my walk with Hantu Changi. Yeah. This was even before seven months. Something followed me back home. Mm. And I was, came out of the shower. It was dry, it was like, you know, wooden floor and everything. Mm. I felt someone pushed me and I fell and I hit my mouth like full on stitches and everything. Oh shit. So if you trip, you would embrace yourself. Yeah. I felt a force and I just went boom. So I didn't tell my mom. I didn't Mm. tell anyone. I just sorted out, went to the hospital, got my stitches, came back, my lips were swollen. My mom, two days after I fell, she was pushed as well at home. Shit. Stumbled, <clears throat> hit against the wall. Blue black. I got photographs of that and it looks... And it's like, this is not a trip and fall. Mm. Yeah. She, and I said, do you trip or do you felt pushed? She goes like, someone pushed me. And this is my Pranakan mom who doesn't want to talk about ghosts. Mm. Yeah. <clears throat> so immediately I said, okay, this is... I'm dealing with something that, you know, above my pay grade already, what should mm. I do? Mm. And if I felt that all this defenses and amulets in my house supposed to keep me safe obviously I'm not being very, feeling very secure right now mm-hmm. so <clears throat> um, thankfully when I went online live that Friday with my mouth all swollen people were saying hey you look your energy is dark it's black mm. and throughout that week before I even went online I was meeting up with confessors and everyone yeah. and some of them had third eye most of them have, have third eye yeah. so this lady she said you look don't mind if I say this but you look like uh, what's that character mm, Spawn oh damn you know you have this cloak behind you it's mm. all black entities yeah. you can see this, it's almost like sentient and it's just over, overlapping you and when you come to my house it just sips into everything it's like okay that sounds cool but when it's about you then it's like yeah. okay that's not cool anymore yeah so the following week I said I'm going to meet some spiritual masters to get myself cleansed and people are like no Next Sunday is too late. So throughout the week, I was like meeting with different people. And pe- these are people who do not know each other. Yeah. Right? So they say, oh, I can see this about you. I can see this about you. And if you take the anecdotal evidence of them not knowing each other and the fact that they can see the same thing, I then have to take their, what they say to me with a little bit more weight. Yeah. And more importantly, I ask, can it be cleansed? Hmm. This is can. But the spirits are very angry. They want to speak with you. What? Where? Like what? What? You know? How do we even start this conversation? It says at Rain Tree Hotel. Go back there. Mm. So I went back there, offerings and everything. The spirits wanted this. Make some demands. Okay. Thankfully for spirits, as opposed to gangsters, they are not about you know the human mm. material value. They're like, I want three cigarettes and a can of you know a can of Guinness Stout. I was like, oh sure, done deal, right? Fair Go enough. So through intermediaries, we started having conversations with the spirits. Now, I have no idea what it was being talked about. Hmm. It's all through a third-party interpretation, but it's based on trust and faith already. Yeah. La. So it turns out that the spirits were not happy that I trespassed in, create conversations, and apparently they felt that I mocked them. Hmm. And because, although my house is supposed to be protected, but there is overlapping of energy, yeah. then basically too many of too much of a good thing becomes nullified yeah mm. yeah and then they 
you follow me. Mm. Then, yeah. then how did you settle it? The funny thing is, you know, when we look at all these exorcist cases, paranormal mm. cases, you would think like Hollywood, the chair can fly, yeah, or maybe yeah. I'll be like, you know, nothing like that. It's yeah. pretty much uneventful. Is you state what you want, I state what I want. It's like gangster lah. Mm. Mm. And then they asked me to stop doing what I do. I said no, I can't. I'm gonna keep doing what I do. Yeah. Then they said okay. The next time you do this again, we want you to speak about us in a positive way. Okay. Like not make fun of them. Yeah. I think I, I can do that. And then. Uh, The best part is after the whole negotiation finished, like, do you want us to scare your participants when they come next? <laughs> just, just don't touch them. Just don't follow them home. Just, just you want to open the window, close the window. It's fine, but don't come anywhere near. Yeah. I, yeah. I did not see this ending with business negotiations. Yeah. So, so was it like a one-off thing? That was a one-off thing. Yeah. So it's settled now, lah. They're at peace, lah. Settled at peace. The next time I, I came back again, uh, you know, I I felt a sense of. You know, welcome. But mm. then again, is it psychological? Or not. I yeah. don't know. But I didn't feel anything was off about it. But after the yeah. thing that you you felt better lah. Mm. Then even like the people around you also like, oh, you 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 you're getting better lah. So when I did this, I didn't tell anyone. Oh. Even on my life, I told them after the after yes happened. Oh yeah. my god. So <laughs> when the following week I came back, I was like, oh wow, you're so much brighter. You know, there's light and glow, mm. and basically. That whole week I was like Palo Santoing my house and saging and smudging because I had to reset energy. Yeah. Mm, yeah, yeah, that's very important. Yeah, yeah. So, 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 would you say are, are you religious? Uh, I'm spiritual. Spiritual, not religious. In But the you sense. have like objects at your home to protect you, ah. Uh. Yeah. Not not an altar, uh, Like no. Oh, okay, yeah. okay, okay. Yeah. Like, like I have the. I have almost different artifacts from different religious background, mm. uh, but now I have to put them in a nice box, consecrate them a little bit, and not leave them out in the open. Is that is that why there there were vortex of energy? Yeah, because yeah. they were clashing, right? Clashing. clashing. Mm. Yeah. Is 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 it so? So you one can even say like the what the spiritual advisor said that it's like too many of a good thing, mm. Mm. right? Right. Mm. Oh. So what oh. I have I heard, and I don't know how true this. Is, I'm just going to share with you guys. Mm. Is like if you have the Taoist item there. And you have the Christian item, they cancel each other out. Right. If you have the Buddhist item there, and you have the Thai Buddhist item there, they cancel each other out. So there are some signs behind the cancellation. I have no idea how it works, right. but apparently, two different objects of two different conflicting faith, mm. although independently they are good, when put together, they cancel each other. Mm. How together are we talking? Like, if they're side by side, that's one thing. But like, if they're in the same house, I had like a mini mm. museum on right. the bookshelf because uh, mm. I'm trying to set up a museum. So I had this whole idea of mm. being the like the mini Warrens. Mm. <laughs> so you got items and and you know artifacts, haunted artifacts that's been desec uh, you know not desecrated. Sorry, uh, consecrated. Consecrated. Mm. And I just left it there, and I got. Mermaid flesh, apparently. I got Jeez. fairy dust. Mm. Uh, I got wood from coffin, nails from coffin. Oh, that is not fun. Yeah. yeah. So, but for but apparently the nail from coffin, if you treat good, it well, are good for you. They're good for you. But only if your if it's your ancestral. Is it? Yes. Did it, yeah, I think because we have also. Huh. Not me, not me. My family has it. Oh. From uh, it must be a direct ancestor. Or someone related to you. So my great grandmother's uh, uh, nail coffins right. are, are, are at home at my, hmm. my parents' place behind the ancestral tablet. Mm. Oh, okay. Yeah, I tried to touch it as a kid. I got scolded by my grandmother. She cannot touch. This one is sacred. You cannot touch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So so yeah, it, 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 I've heard of that. That yeah. Wow. That's hardcore. Because I've only seen like 
uh, these kind of objects, right? At like, you know, the Ghostbuster, ah, at Katong, Katong, they yeah. show like everything, yeah, cops, yeah. oil, everything. Yeah. Then I always walk past, oh, I get like a weird feeling, man. Yeah. Then you can see. Oh, so you, yeah. you, you really garang, yeah, you just keep all these place, things at your house. Have you ever thought of like just putting them in like a, Storage, uh, facility. Yeah, storage facility. No, no. <clears throat> to be fair, it's not as crazy as the one at Katong, right? That, that's really hardcore. Yeah, that's, I'm not having that in my house. Yeah. Besides, my kids are going to topple things and then, you know. Make things worse, make yes. Things worse. Uh, I, I kept what I felt were the positive ones right. or the not so negative ones. Okay. Uh, there were others, like Stefan is one of my members and also a confessor. When I went to his house, he had hundreds of at last count was 500 over different artifacts in his house from Indonesian doll to Japanese doll to Thai amulets and what have you. It's a United Nations of, of Barang in his house. How is he? <laughs> when his father passed away, he says, I don't want to do with this. And he's like, my crease can move on the wall. I can hear more. No, I see, that's not his. His father's. Oh, oh. Okay, okay, okay. So when his father passed away, then he as the eldest son is the rightful new owner of all this. When he's Jeez. like, I don't want to do with it. I don't know how to take care of it. Oh. <clears throat> so we... Not me, but I brought a master down to wrap everything up, to ask for permission. Mm. And he, he said, where can we put it? They said, just put it into a store first. Lah. Yeah, so at some store that you pay monthly, somewhere in Singapore, will probably have some haunting or movement at night if you oh. oh, yeah. Short story, I recently went to a, a store, uh, to my friend's store. Then, uh, you know... It's film industry. La, so he stores a lot of equipment in the stores. I never say anything to him. But that's just a bit of context. I do have some form of sense. Mm. Uh, I think this, uh, this is something that we are born with in my family. Mm. So the moment I stepped in, it's a long corridor. It's like horror film like mm. that. But it's yeah. about 4 p.m., 5 p.m., nothing. But then uh, the moment I took a right turn towards his store, I felt something. I felt something like my hair stand. Straight away stand. Then I got very uncomfortable. Then I took a right turn. I can't see the thing, but I can feel there's something standing there looking at me. Well, luckily the guy, he just, oh, yeah, Kyle, this is my equipment. Show, show, show a bit. Then, sorry. But then I walked first. <laughs> I immediately walked first. I was like, wow, bro, this place, ah, confirm got somebody put something, <laughs> put urn inside, confirm one. Because it's a storage. There is no rule of what you cannot store. Yeah. Like allegedly, like, you can store whatever you want. They're not going to check what. <laughs> so people have found urns inside storage which is not uncommon. So, yeah. I think we need to check whether... <laughs> just off-air, so check whether... Yeah, just see whether it's the same storage plates. Uh, yeah, somewhere in Kembangan. <laughs> I have to say, uh, it's it's moments like this that made me glad that between the two of us, I am more blurred than you are <laughs> because I am the bigger coward. No, but the thing is that when you don't have a sense, when it hits you, like that time in Changni, right? Yeah. Then it's very, very real, right? Yep. Yeah. Whoa, what happened yep. in Changi? It was, uh, we, uh, we've told this story before, but it's always worth telling again. Yeah, like, yeah. Long story short was we were having a barbecue at Changi. Mm. And then we were hitting, um, a couple of us wanted to go to the toilet, which yeah. is a bit of a walk away from the pit. Lah. Um, so one of our friends was like, okay, um, take my dog for a walk. And this dog is very well behaved. Uh, I, I did not put the leash on properly, but most of, most of the trip to the washroom, not a big deal. Because the dog just, walk at its own pace Kyle and a few of our friends were walking ahead I was behind with the dog mm. and this is a very well behaved dog doesn't normally make a lot of noise mm. you know very well trained I pass by a tree there's nothing there but the tree and an ocean beyond 
the dog starts barking and it runs towards the tree. And this is when I realized that the leash is not like put on properly. Mm. So the thing that scares me the most is my friend trying to kill me because her dog ran off. Yeah. I, I, I would have ended up a ghost by the end of the night. <laughs> so I leap mm. forward and Carl from he hears from behind, push, me falling on the floor, huh. grabbing the dog. Carl always would disturb the dog. He's he it's it's something he loves doing. He'll he'll tell the dog, I'm gonna put you in the oven. <laughs> just, just to annoy our friend. Yeah. You know? So Carl does not like say sweet things to the dog. Carl comes over and at this point already, the fact that the dog was barking at the tree and nothing else already filled me with like something's not mm. right. It wasn't fear, but it's just like, hey, wait a minute. And then Carl comes, looks towards the ocean and the tree, and then starts saying to the dog, good girl. And that's what freaked me out. He was like, okay, he's being nice to the dog. Something must be wrong. It's not I just said, me. it's okay, good girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. like, it's okay, good girl. I, I calm the dog down. Straight away, I was like, what the hell? Yeah, yeah. He's never said this to this dog. Yeah, yeah. So both of us realized something's there. Oh, on the tree. Yeah. Yeah. And Miss P, yeah. But it wasn't, that's the, that's the funny thing. It wasn't an angry <laughs> energy. But it wasn't, that's the thing, it, like you, you, she found it, it wasn't an angry yeah, it energy. Wasn't, it wasn't, mm. And yeah. weirdly enough, it, it was, yeah. Carl always used to say when, like, like we were talking, when, you know, you talk about these things, they are listening. Yeah. And, and they, like you said, they want to know that they're treated with respect. Yeah. Um, you know, you're not taking light the situation, um, you know, and like, not just spirits, but humans, you know, yeah. you don't want, you don't want any ill will towards mm. you. And if you are nice to them, they will acknowledge. <clears throat> la. Yeah. Yeah. We went back and the next day we talked about it. Like I, I foolishly messaged Carl at night. I was like, cause we went back to our barbecue pit and, our, and he was telling our friends, or oh, um, the dog saw uh, a rat. And okay. I messaged Carl later on at night when we reached back at like three in the morning. That wasn't a rat, right? And then he saw my message, he put his phone down and just ignored me until the next day. Um, the next day he replied with, why you message me this thing at night? <laughs> but he also went, no, it wasn't a rat. And then we got to talking and we both realized it wasn't angry. It was mm. almost like just making itself known. Mm. That's what they do. Uh. Yeah, so yeah. It, was, it was, weirdly enough, it was at that moment, I think that was one of the clear milestones for me that, Okay lah, we must be doing something right with mm. maps lah, <clears throat> because if our our very specific target audience over on this side has heard it and they went, I just want to let you know that I'm here. Yeah. But at most, like what happened to Carl at the barbecue pit? Carl was at the barbecue pit uh. and like he felt like leaves were being thrown. You know at they him. throw leaves at you, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. if if at most that's all. Like it's just getting his attention, it's getting my attention. Yeah, but I was being cheeky la. You were being I, cheeky. I shine the light at the tree, yeah. Uh-huh. But the tree was a very low. It was, it was about this height only. Yeah, yeah it's quite a low tree. Yeah, but I was I was cooking there, just like yeah. hey. so. <laughs> that that story for me was like okay, okay. At least, you know what? I think we're okay because we didn't get any like bad feelings. This was the chalet that has that nice. Not chalet. Oh, it wasn't even chalet. It's, it's not near the. You know the, the 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 Changi Beach, right? Yeah. Where you can see the plains land. Yes. Yeah. There. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, it's nearer to the Changi village side. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So I want to share this with you guys. 
<clears throat> as ghost storytellers mm. and mm. people mm. who are in the same industry talking about ghosts, mm. I had a message from the other side on one of my meditation journeys, mm. meditation mm. journeys. Mm. And <clears throat> I believe that there are entities out there, the otherworldly entities, yeah. not just ghosts. Yeah. Mm talking about anything other than human. It could yeah. be the divine, the demonic in nature, yeah. wandering spirits. They are looking for a way to reach out to the masses to validate their existence. Yeah. And they are using people like us. Yeah. And because we are already speaking their language, they are more likely to come to us, make mm-hmm. their presence known, throwing leaves, throwing stones, yeah. to try and give you more information so they can talk about it. Yeah. Do you guys feel that? Yeah. Yeah. It almost feels like the moment we stop talking about them as a whole, like, as humans, right? They cease to exist. Yeah, mm. you know what I mean. Yeah, the bridge is gone. No more. It's like the yeah. the saying that people always say, like, well, not always say lah, but like there's the the feeling that you know, um, you die twice in your life. Um, once when your body just like and you actually physically die. Yeah. The other is when the last person who remembers you passes yeah. on. Then your memory fades mm. completely. So I think it's it's kind of like that where you know if if we're talking about them then they're 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 like you said like they validated mm. their existence mm. um has not meaning but you know it's nice to be acknowledged la. yeah mm, yeah speaking of like the whole respect thing right I was listening to a Taiwanese uh, podcast mm. and they got like horror producers like horror films yeah, these are feature horror yeah properly funded they also in they, they also brought the film into Singapore yeah uh, so uh, it's the producer from The Rope Curse. Oh yeah, yeah. That's yeah. three three sequels. Yeah. Uh. So they actually use one of the uh, most haunted hotels in Taiwan. Uh. And Kena lah, Kena. So uh, the executive producer was on set and then they filmed, they did the press tour, they brought reporters. Apparently that hotel really got people die on. Mm. Then uh, a lot of weird things happened. So when he was resting in his car, sitting uh, while everybody packing up, he saw entities rushing out towards his car, Oof. wanting to board his car. Then, but his car got protection. Uh. Then yeah. he immediately jumped out. Then there was a guy who is like a tanki. Uh. He, mm. he, was, uh, he had a deity with, on him. So the deity immediately come cleanse and say that they are very pissed off at you. Same thing, because you never show them respect. Mm. Yeah. And they are coming after you because you're the executive producer. Mm. You're the atau. Mm-hmm. That's why all of them want, want to give you something. Yeah. Uh, and then apparently something followed him back home. La. Then, uh, the of, of course, then there were negotiations. It's yeah. like, at the end of the day, it's about respect, yeah. about boundaries. Yeah. Like, uh, you can don't believe, but I think the basic thing is respect. Yeah. You wouldn't do this to a fellow human. Yeah. Right? Would you do this to something that you cannot comprehend yeah. or like not there yet in terms of comprehension. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Actually talking about locations, I, that, that was something I wanted to ask you. So you were talking about the Changi walks, right? Yeah. Is that the scariest place you've <laughs> ever been to? Mm, no, not not the scarier, scariest place I've been to. I would consider the Changi walk that we are running every Saturday to be the night safari version of what we usually do. <laughs> yeah. Very different kind of night safari than what I'm thinking. Because we would just walk on the pavement and we would point mm. to locations that are, are reputedly to be haunted. Yeah. But we are away from that. We're not right. inside. We're not 
hitting the ball and yeah. you know creating small and please come <laughs> to me to this device right here <laughs> you know we're not doing that so it's a night safari version not a safari version okay, fair, um, fair, fair, fair. but Changi itself is extremely haunted yeah, there's very. so much vibe and even the night safari version where people take photos of the window and everything they were showing me mm. things that they caught yeah that with regards to that kind of photos it's always very difficult to validate whether it is haunted yeah, yeah. or not if it's too clear photoshop if it's too blur cannot validate yeah. can't see anything people draw a red circle and they make a joke out of it so mm. when it comes to photographs it's very hard to to validate but that window incident mm. yeah so we usually walk down and that particular second floor window we always point out to people and says previous participants have came down they've taken a photo they have yeah. seen things right yeah. without saying it is or it's not just pointing it out to people then you take photo take photo then that day for some reason I had a I had this voice in my head that says the third story window is where the, the haunting is and I said it out loud guys I want to see the third story mm. I think something's going to happen yeah in my heart I said I said, if there's any spirit there, give me a sign. Not typical no, of that. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> any spirit here, give me a sign. And the window opened by itself. It was so, on video. Yeah. Well, I, I've seen the video. Yeah. And it's still very logical. I said, okay, yeah. maybe the wind. Yep. Okay. If it's the spirit, slam the window. Ding. Okay. Let's try that a few more times. Can you open it? Can you close it? Can you open it? Can you close it? So, and 15 people were there just with their cameras, all taking it. Yep. And when we look at the, we try to debunk or try to rationalize yeah. the science of it. It's very hard, you yeah. know, to, but again, we're not scientists. There could be air pockets, air wells, something mm. on different layers. I don't know, right? Yeah. Mm. But 15 people truly believe there was something there. Yeah. And when they took photo and they increased the contrast and all that, yeah. it seemed like someone is standing there. Mm. And when we showed the photo to other people who have the third eye, yeah. they kind of validated that, yeah, there's an old lady there, there's an old lady there, there's an old lady there. So, yeah. When it comes to Changi, even though it's the watered down version, it's still very active. I've I've never told you this. Yeah. I never told you this. Uh, this is very worrying. There's there's always a lot of stories. Uh. There's always yeah. a lot of stories. I I I I had a pass, right? Yes. I used to do a lot of urban exploration. I yeah. go to a lot of haunted locations, a lot, almost everyone. So uh I've shot in Rain Tree Hotel before. Mm. Even before it became Rain Tree Hotel. I went into there before. In fact, with my wife. Then girlfriend with a whole big ass group of people. Before it was Rain Tree Hotel, right? It, it was it's like a it was it a commando barracks. It, commando it barracks, was a commando yeah. barracks, right? Yeah. But it was in the midst of refurnishing, but it was abandoned. So there were like construction stuff all around, but you yeah. can go in. And there were no cameras. No cameras, ah, huh? no cameras, that means not illegal. Huh? So I went in with my big group of friends. I remember going to the second floor. I felt something. Like it wasn't like a I, I, it wasn't like uh, Changi, uh, the Changi Beach one. Like you mm. can feel that something there. But yeah. I felt like very off. La. Maybe at that point, my sense not that strong, but I felt mm. very off. And at that point, I don't believe one. I haven't had my like whole life-changing thing there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I was taking photograph. There was a toilet on the second floor with a fuck ton of windows. It's like a perfect setting for horror. You can imagine mm. why I shot photos there. Yeah, yeah. And it was like 11 p.m. at night. The shining light. Oh. Yeah, hardcore, right? Go in second floor. Mm. Then there was a, it was like the 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 staircase was here Then on top, uh, toilet. So we go in, then we shine the light, see, see, see nothing. Then we go on the third floor and Aku was with me. 
Aki was with me. So the third floor, right, had, I think it barely had any like walls. Uh. So it's like exposed. So you, there, there were drinks, uh. <laughs> there were water, like packets of water, but not like offering. I uh. just put mm. one whole packets. I still remembering it. Uh. Then we wanted to take it. Then I was like, I okay, cannot, I don't take it. Uh. Oh, oh, la, for the ghost like, son, don't take. It's uh. daring, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Don't take, I don't take. Yeah, these stupid teenagers. Uh. So uh, then we went down, we walked across uh, the whole building to the other side, nearer to the one, to the start of the slope, mm. that side. And we went down, right? Remember there at the level one, there was a small room inside, there was a fridge. Yes. It was one of those frozen fridges. Mm. And it looked very, very disgusting. So we wanted to go open and I was like, hey, what if you open got something inside? Mm. I'm not saying that it's a murder. I'm just saying like, maybe there's sacrificial stuff inside. I don't know. Then uh, after that, we left, uh, we talk. Yeah. Now those were the younger days. Uh, like you, you'll be more stupid. Uh. We play with this kind of thing. No protection somehow. Uh. No protection. Uh. Just go only. This was late 90s, early 2000s? No, no. Uh. Uh, late 2000s. Late 2000. can, can I just say two things? One, I would like to believe that all that was in that fridge was yogurt. <laughs> I just like to believe that that was that and there was nothing else. I don't know. I'm, I'm going to live with that thought. No. Two, I'm glad I met you when I did and mm. not any time earlier. <laughs> I mean, I think earlier I wasn't like, yeah, I think now I'm more scared. Uh. Earlier yeah. I wasn't as scared. Uh. No, no. I but like, that's I the like, problem. I like more scared. That, that's the problem, you see? <laughs> yeah. It's really disrespectful. Uh. Mm. Yeah, it's the kind of thing you go in like, and no such thing on la. Come on, come on. You know, like, you've seen the type, la, right? Then, yeah. then kena. Okay, okay. That, that also leads me to like, in terms of like scary places, is there any place that you um, will not go to? Like it's a hard no. It's, it's a hard no. Like, look, you've already done walks in Changi. Yeah. So what's the what's the one place where you're like, or any place where you're like- No mm. hard no's. I, I would in fact would love to go back to these places to, to try to see how it's like now compared to how it was before. There were some places I still remember very clearly in my, mm. in my head, mm. the feeling of it. Yeah. Uh, some of them are private, uh, houses of people who confessed in JB. Yeah. Uh, one more is Old Changi Hospital. I had a few close near-death encounters over there. Mm. Uh, Palace of the Golden Horse. That was where, if you read the book, uh, when you have the time to read the book, yeah. in one of the chapters, it was my first full-blown paranormal activity and I was not prepared for it. Mm. Uh, we were talking about wake up at 3 a.m., temperature drop, mm. guttural laughter, uh, cross broke off the chain and was found under the bed, TV turned on and off by itself, water running by itself. So that sort of poltergeist activity and all, uh, I want to go back there again. If for, and if for nothing else, at least to overwrite that past bad memory with new memories. Right. Uh, mm. As far as haunting goes, there's this place in Singapore that is a, it's called Istana Woodnook. Yeah. It's, yep. it's out of bounds. It's illegal to go down. Yep. Uh, so if you're listening to this, I'm not encouraging anyone to trespass and go don't in. Go, uh, don't go. Mm. There's one other location. That's the location where every time I go there last time, I always have reading, always have experience. Mm. And I believe that it's not so much a negative entity that's residing there. Mm. But there's a penunggu, a jinn, mm. a, a very powerful guardian spirit of the land yeah. that doesn't want your teenage ass coming in to destroy the place. 
So if you come in with the whole yaya attitude, show yourself, mm. you're going to get smacked by things. Yeah. So now when I used to be that guy that would go in, you know, I was not disrespectful com- compared to the shows that you see on yeah. Ghost Adventures. Yeah, right? oh my oh, God, that's like insane. You know? mm. So I would still be respectful in a Pranakan way, but still excited about wanting to get a haunting. So yeah. I, now that I look back, it's like that version of me, it's, it's too eager, too enthusiastic and would rub the spirits off the wrong way. Yeah. Mm. yeah so I want to go back then redo what I've done before mm. with the new me and new ideas mm. and see how different that is. Mm. So no, nowhere that I wouldn't go. Okay. Mm. What about overseas? Would you go to the uh, Aokigahara? Sea or forest? Oh, the, the, is that a suicide forest? Yes. I would go. I would love to go. I want to go to these places. Yeah. yeah. And would, I, would I die one day doing something stupid like all this? I guess if it did, then that would be my final story to end of Supernatural Confessions and maybe pass on to the next group. Wow, this guy is like dedicated, man. This guy, <laughs> we we are like children compared to him. Like, oh, we tell ghost stories. We have a ghost show that call other creators to tell ghost stories. But this guy is down there like, mm, uh, speak to me, speak to me. Uh, I, I, if I die, then uh, give me one last video before I die. <laughs> Some shit like that. I used to think Kylo is my polar opposite where he's brave enough to go take the visuals for, for Ghost Maps. No, no. As it turns out, you're my polar opposite. <laughs> yes. You yes. you are the complete opposite of the coward that I am. So Yeah. No, I would say like dedication and like uh, a form of like study, right? Mm, yeah. A form of study. In the past, I, I wanted to do something. I want, Actually, I wanted to study, study demonology. Mm like the Warrens, but then I found out like how dark it would get and then yeah. I stopped. I, it's, it's very dark because when you go in that grain, right, it's all mm. the way on there. Eh. Mm. There's no stop one. Uh, and I also like to believe that, you know, like uh, as much as like the Warrens, they live a right long life, I'm sure yeah. it has affected them oh, yeah, to I'm a sure. certain degree yeah. because they have that museum yeah. and then they study about demons and they fought with a demon allegedly, right? Yeah, you don't get out of this without some form of transformation. Yeah, and I was actually invited to learn the craft. To I, I actually asked. I said, I want to learn more about the supernatural world and where mm. do I start and everything. So eventually, it led me down a rabbit hole, and I found various masters who were willing to guide me mm. towards that knowledge, the esoteric knowledge. Mm. But all of them required me to go down before going right. up. So mm. I was saying, no, I want to be kosher, I want to just connect the divine, the high vibration, you know, the very mm. love and light, love and light, right? No. No, you, That's not gonna happen. you really want to know that you got to be prepared to go down. Yep. You need to fight with dark forces. Mm. Yeah. You can't you can't cleanse anyone, you can't protect yourself if you don't know how dark forces work. Yeah. yeah. So with my like limited knowledge on the things, right, I have friends who are very who 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 are with the tankies and the temple folks, mm. right? Yeah, they do actually it's really a huge part of your life. Every for for the Taoi side, lah, first fifteen and I think, and certain dates, right, vegetarian. Mm. And some right. days, ah, when they want to fight evil, ah, full vegetarian. Yeah, it's dedication, man. And they will. It's it's like a it's like a non-profit thing, you know. You they get mm. called up to go fuck to go exercise mm. because the tankies they need supporters, they need a lot. Yeah. So they then they are all the helpers, oh. And my friend has told me like he has been to like haunted HDBs that are abandoned. They the job there is very clear cleanse the place, mm. clear the spirits. It will be back, but you need to clear for mm. now. Mm. Then they need to go one by one. And it's part of their training. It's part of their spiritual process, which is like, if you can't do that, uh, then you don't need to bother already. Yeah. It really is like, the, that's the basic. Then after that, you slowly climb. Being well, vegetarian is actually one of the 
across a few different yeah. faith and belief is like the number one thing yeah. that, I, I, that, that, that I feel in that. Pure, pure soul. Yeah. It's a pure soul thing. I guess, I guess because like nothing, no animal, you know, you haven't consumed another animal, like something like that, like, mm. imagine. Mm. I, I do wonder, so like, what, this sounds like a very, very broad question, but like, what's, what's your hope? Um, why going, it, is it to experience? Is it to find proof? Is it to, almost like mm. have like sci- a scientific approach things or? Mm. Not to find proof. Right. Uh, I, I, f- I feel no matter how much proof you try to find, yeah, there will always be a group of skeptics and non-believers. Case in point, you have religion. Yeah. You know, did Jesus Christ exist or not? You have one group who will not believe no matter how much evidence you put into it. Yeah. And the other group who just believe just wholesale and then there's everyone else in between. Yeah. So I, I don't, I'm not here to prove anything. Right. I'm here to document. I'm here to mm. answer questions, mm. mainly for myself, because I want to know. Mm. And after I know, I'm just going to share it with you guys. And if you guys want to know, good for you. You want to read, feel free. Yeah. You want to believe, go ahead. I'm not saying I'm right or wrong. I'm just saying, yeah. this is what I have found and I'm yeah. sharing it with you guys. And it's just the real interest in, there must be something more to life than just us on the ground and making mm. money nine to five and living... You know, living a white picket fence dream and then die. Yeah. And then what's next? It would be kind of sucky if my entire existence, my soul in this world is only just for that finite 70 years. And it's kind of fucked up, kind of boring life to have. Yeah. So I like to believe again, like you use the word I like to believe. So I feel that there is this whole universe of spirit, like the mm. matrix. And there's so many different layers. And because I'm a storyteller and a writer yeah. and, and a movie buff, I'm not just interested in learning about the sci-fi side of it. Mm. Sometimes I even allow myself to dream, could these sci-fi stories be based off something that is mm. more mm. real? Yep. And then I start digging. And the more I dig down the rabbit hole, the more I start listening to other podcasts, other people yep. start talking. Then I start triangulating all these patterns together and go like, hey, enough people believe in this for it to be real. So two, again, two school of thoughts. One is this, nothing exists until people start believing. Yeah. Right. right. So if enough people believe in this, then, then therefore this reality must then exist. If this reality exists, as with every reality, there are a set of rules. Yeah. Mm. What are these rules that I'm going to be playing mm. with? People who meditated, they said, we can bend rules. I want to know how. Yeah. Maybe can I be that guy? I, maybe not. How does that work? I'm just curious to know all this. Mm. And this is me just putting things down into videos and documentation and throwing it out there. Uh, yeah, that's, that's just the, the whole motivation behind what I do. Mm. Oh, yes. No, I like that. I, yes, it's, it's very spiritual. Yeah. Existential no, like, even. Like I, I, we've had this conversation before, yeah. so where it's a case of if I, I would not want to see proof or so. Like mm. it, it almost feels like having proof of it almost kind of diminishes it a little bit. Mm. So it's like a red pill, blue pill thing. Not exactly. It's it's more like, you know, like what you're saying, like you you, you want to explore but not like build concrete walls around it. No, in that sense. Yeah. yeah. Mm. It's it's just it almost takes away what makes it special if you start to ground it a little yeah. bit. Yeah. And I think I'm the kind of very annoying kid that you know, the mother says, don't touch the pot, it's hot. I'm like, hot? What's hot? Really? How hot? Tss, ah, it's hot. Okay, I'm not sure. Let's try again. Tss, okay, it's really hot. So I need to be there on the forefront. If someone tells me this place is haunted, I'll be like, how haunted? Oh. 
at least you're the kid that touches it only twice. La. You didn't go in for a third time, go, maybe that would be different. <laughs> so, you know, twice. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. that's still quite reasonable. La. So speaking uh, of hauntings, right? What sort of protection do you bring yeah. when you visit these places? Previously, I was depend, dependent on my own internal energy. Mm. Okay. So they, they have this thing called the visualization technique. Yeah. Mm. And not everyone can do it. So those with very strong power of imagination, uh, it's easier to tap on their energy within. So you walk into a place, you go into that mind space and you go like, I am now protected. So right. A, either it's really spiritually effective or B, you hype yourself up that I am protected and you're not scared. So either way it works, right? But having seen some places that is so caress, so haunted, mm. where your visualization technique alone isn't enough. So I do carry, <clears throat> I do carry some artifacts with me and these artifacts actually were gifted to me by people I trust, people who are in the spiritual realm. Yeah. And these are artifacts that you just can't buy it off someplace. Right. It's, they go like, you're doing this. You need protection, you know. So I I have right now in my new version museum 2.0 I have the old African black wood that mm. is oh, acts wow. as a conduit and a wand mm. that spoke to me when I first touched it and it's not cheap. It's not easy to get. The mm. guy was like, "It's a gift to you. It's it's yours." I'm like, "Okay." Then I have a feather from a fan that is owned by one of the underworld gods and he, mm. he plucked out his fan, stamped it with his seal and says, you go anywhere, you bring this. This will, it's like your passport. Mm. No one will touch you. It's like decree from the underworld. Then there were many others. So depending on what I need and how intense I'm going in, I'm going to, I will equip myself, uh, uh, you know, adequately. Lah. Again, you don't want to go in, into a place for discussion with guns and rifles because that's going to just Fair. affect people, right? Yeah. But if I'm going into some place that is a war zone and I know it's going to be extremely demonic in nature, then I will pack up the wazoo. Otherwise, it's just this, mm. you know, my little amulet, my, my own imagination, it's fine. And I go home, I palo santo myself too. Mm. You know, uh, just the whole idea is you don't go in pack. Right. Yeah, but maybe a, a knife in the boot or a pistol at the back, sufficient. Mm. So that's it's a very clear metaphor, I will say. Yeah, it's, it's very yeah. clear, right? It's very clear, and I've honestly never thought of it that way before. Wayne and I, I think we are both minimals, ah. Uh. Yeah. yeah, pistol and a knife. Enough. Yeah. Yeah, enough. Uh. Enough. <laughs> I, th I think. I think. Mine probably just knife lah because if I have a pistol, my aiming quite bad. <laughs> so I just just go with with what works and then just like. I mean, can you imagine going to a haunted house and with like your bazooka strapped to your back? Like I come in peace. I just want to talk, guys. Just to talk. Let's Let's bro. If, if you carry a bazooka anywhere, that's just not gonna work. Yeah, yeah. not Texas, bro. This one. <laughs> yeah. So speaking of the feather, right? Is it from the Tori mm. Ah, okay. They want power. They want. Mm. They want. They want, they want. <laughs> quite strong yeah so is it's the the your your minimal pack it's mostly religious items or spiritual items spiritual items yeah okay. uh, again because I'm not religious so 
if I bring a religious item, I don't have enough faith to power it. Ah. Imagine I bring up a cross and like the power of Christ compels you. The, the ghost probably laugh like, yeah, give me a verb form or a, a phrase from the Bible. It's like, you charlatan. I'm like, ah, you know? That would be horrible. Like. You go down there and the, the ghost is like gatekeeping you. It's like, no, 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 you need to pass the test first. <laughs> yeah. so, so for our friends, for our uh, listeners who, who, who don't know what is the difference between spiritual and religious mm. item, can you like share? Uh, a spiritual item would say be a piece of wood mm. like the uh, Kayu Raja mm. that is known mm. to have spiritual properties or the Palo Santo which is again from a tree that is from Peru and Ecuador that the shamans have used for thousands of years that people use for uh, aromatherapy essence yeah. they search a place so it's, there's no religious significance you, you can be of any religious background you can yeah. still use them equally but a religious artifact would be say a talisman yeah Mm-hmm. Uh, or a, uh, a, a, a crucifix yeah. mm. which is strictly religious bind, binding to it so I tend to use the natural stuff mm. Mm. Okay. wow so he's like a I, I would say organic guy la. Yeah. Yeah. organic yeah. guy la. when you talk about like products are organic la, some yeah. really natural yeah no GMO GMO free GMO organic free. Uh, <laughs> organic salt <laughs> then like in terms of the okay so you talked about the feather you talked about the staff and everything like, and those come from very different spiritual sides things is that like because you mentioned just now like you know don't have too many mm. differing mm. items in the same space yeah. but if you're going down there with like say the feather and the staff and everything so I, I pick one Okay. Mm. I don't bring both. Right. Uh, if I'm going with the feather, I'm just going with the feather. Right. Like, the mm. guy, there was a very interesting conversation. He was like, oh, um, usually you give talisman, yeah. standard practice, right? Then he's like, what do you do? You do this. Okay, hold on. Talisman not enough. <laughs> yeah. the feather. So, <laughs> uh, I, I, so I'll use the feather for the big deals. Right. Mm. Uh, there were other things that uh, has the yantra, the mantra. This, let's, let's take the Tibetan flag, for example. Mm. That, you go into a place, the idea of the Tibetan flag, again, not religiously centric, close to Buddhism, yeah. but it's to infuse the place with positive energy. Yeah. Like singing bowl. Yeah. So if I'm going in for a friendly, that's what I'll bring in. But if I bring home anything or what, then I know there's like a AR-15 behind me. I, I can pull it off. I need to. Yeah. you've made what you do sound way more action packed <laughs> than people will be like release yeah it's, <laughs> it's like hantu die hard hantu die really hard to die oh, yeah, yeah, fair enough yeah. die very long really, yeah. Yeah. so yeah. normally when you go in it's just one item with you yeah oh okay yeah. that's yeah clearly I, clearly I'm not cut out for this because if you told me to just walk into a place like say old Changi right with a feather I'll be like, no. Yeah, but see, that's where the belief comes exactly. in, right? Like if, I, if, yeah. if I tell you, like, okay, I won't put it on your table. Yeah. If I tell you, even if I bullshit you, and yeah. I tell you a story about bullshitting later on, if I tell you this is a blessed piece of wood, it will protect you, you put it on your chest like Iron Man, mm. and you believe in it, you walk into that place yeah. having more defense yeah. than not having this at all. Yeah, Because I, I, I had an experiment with controlled groups of people. Yeah. So I went to this really haunted looking place. Mm. I went in a film. I was like, wow, this damn shock. Lah. It's not haunted. I couldn't get any, any evidence. But I went, I took one control, control group of people. I said, oh, yeah. this place is haunted. There's a door slamming. There's voices. You know, the whole nine yards. Then they went in. And they found evidence exactly that's how I've said. EVP, mm. EMF, door closing. And I was quite uh, you know, baffled as well when I saw the footage. I'm like, 
when I go in, nothing happened. Why did they go in and everything happened? Mm. Because I planted that in their head. And collectively, that group believes this is what they're going to find. Mm. And it create that charge. And they found what they were looking for. Mm. Yeah, another group, I said, oh, there's nothing in it. And they went down. Really, there's nothing. Mm. So, so do you believe in it? In, in that, like, in, in the experiment? Which one would you believe? So I believe that the power of belief powers up the mm. spiritual world. Mm. Either artifacts or ghosts. So if I go into this hotel room, I was like, hey, actually this place, uh, I think ghosts and not. Ah, uh, the ghosts are like, okay, thanks for the powering up. You know, I, mm. I, I now have the mandate to haunt you. But you see, those people who, who are skeptics, who want to see ghosts, cannot see ghosts because yeah, they're so full yeah, of it. Yeah. They can't see. Yeah, so I, I have a story. Right? It's damn funny. It's one of those army stories. So it's the same thing, skeptic. So I, my brother-in-law's uh, friend, so they enlisted and then they went to Tekong, right? Tekong first night. Uh. And this guy, right, he's a full-on skeptic, not scared of ghosts. Huh? So he he said, okay, I'm going to go investigate if Tekong is really haunted. Then mm. he went to the toilet <laughs> at 3 a.m., sit down in the middle of the toilet, wait. Then he called my brother-in-law. Then my brother-in-law picked up, what? I'm sleeping, what are you talking about? He's like, hey, bro, if you no ghost, eh? really no ghost. Eh? Got no ghost, huh? where got ghosts? You lie to me, where got ghosts? Then he heard, shh. Then he asked, What are you doing? Ah? Oh, I washing my underwear. It's ah. nothing to do. Ah. Just multitask. Ah. Then he goes, Fuck lah, you keep the underwear. You, you take the underwear out. That's why the ghost don't want to come and find you. Then he keep the underwear. Then he wait. Wait another half an hour. Still no ghost. Then he call my right now. Hey, shut up. Lah. Go back to sleep. Lah. <laughs> uh, Some people really yeah. zero. You know, but as an item of protection, I would say underwear is the most no because the weirdest it's, one. Uh. Is I don't know like, Underwear, <laughs> some of them they scared uh. I, 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 I would I, be especially red one. I don't know why. I heard it's like an old wife still like you underwear. Some spirits are scared of underwear. You take your underwear out. Yeah, maybe the the guy virgin. I don't know. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh. <laughs> okay, we're going down a path here that's far scarier than I thought it would be. Uh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I don't need to speculate about your brother and lost friend. Uh. Yep. Okay, so now we'll go to the portion, right? Where we answer some questions from both your fans and our fans. Mm. Okay? So, let me start with this. <laughs> Bastards, yeah, this question. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Good start. Uh, Good okay. start. So, Copy Dog is asking, will Eugene invite Kyle and Wayne on an impromptu paranormal investigation? <laughs> <laughs> Copy dog, I have. I've been asking Wayne and Kyle to come for an impromptu investigation. That was actually the idea. Then Kyle's like, no, Wayne will not allow it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You gotta convince them, like guys. You, no, no, no. You gotta convince the coward. All right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you can convince the coward, first of all, well done. Yeah, Second yeah. of all, I don't know what you did. Uh. Yeah, yeah. No, la, but I think it's also a brand thing. Like when we first started out, a lot of people also asked us, hey, why don't you do true crime? We don't we don't do true crime because a bit too close to real life, yeah. a bit, a bit mm. hard. La. It's a natural extension, right, for horror. Yeah. Mm. And we also don't do investigation because we're scared. And also, like, uh, I feel like we are not ready to cross beyond that yeah. boundary. Mm. I feel like mm. once you once you go the, beyond that step-off point, eh, no way back. Really. Yeah. Mm. Is, is it true? Like, it's yeah. like no way back on. Wait, okay, that kind of... I know we, we're supposed to do fan questions, but that kind of a segue. When did you know that this was... If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. 
With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juvederm.com. What you want, what you need to do. I, I, I don't know. Everything that I've done in Supernatural Confessions has been very organic. Hmm. Like when I started the book 10 years ago, I did not imagine 10 years later, I'll be sitting around here having hmm. the experience that I had. Yeah. Hmm. It was just trying to get by and survive. Yeah. And then when I wrote the book, it was a closure. I was not thinking of turning this into a career as I'm doing yeah. it now. Mm. So everything has been very organic. It's almost like the spirits have pushed me or the divine energy has pushed me to where I am today. Mm. Even last year when I went for meditation retreat and had a vision, this year June I had a vision. It just all seems to point to me that whatever that I cannot see that's out there has some major plans for me and I just feel, you know what? I'm just going to go with it instead of resisting it. Mm. So open to surprises. Mm-hmm. Have you ever like uh, asked, like I, I don't know, like Feng Shui masters or like ask them, are you cut out for this? Oh yes, I did. What, what was the answer? No, they said no. No, like They're how many did you ask? It. Like many. <laughs> oh my god! Many. It's like oh, you are don't have like certain parts you give them, then they say don't have. You have, uh, you have susceptibility to the spirit world, but can you be a sifu la? Can you be the catch goals cannot no no but like more of like are you suited for someone who does horror content yeah they said yes yeah. oh okay, okay. Ah, okay, yeah, okay. they said that I, for, for the, the, the the supernatural side I have that thing in my parts ah. I, I thought you were just that garage where they're like you know maybe you shouldn't be doing this and you went nah I think I'll do it oh no 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 okay, okay. No, because I did the same thing like years before I started Ghost Maps, I chanced upon this master, not for myself, I was accompanying someone. Mm. And this master like, hey, you're in 80s, right? I said, yeah, how you know? You have the look. They're like, okay, uh, but because we got faith, let mm. me do it for free for you. Mm. Then pull up. Yeah, I just asked her, I'm actually thinking of doing horror, you know, like as a content. Do you think I have the life? Will you mean like a ming? Do I, mm. I have the life to do horror, you know? Is it within my parts? And then he said, he just laughed. He just like, Ha, 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 ha. Like it's like one of those like fake laugh. Ha, ha, ha. That's it. No answer, no answer. But he did predict. He did predict when I would get married. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Which I at that point I didn't have like a thought for marriage. Also, I was like, wow. So I don't know. I I, I need to do an update for that. I I wouldn't know how to take that uh, if I ask. Am I suited? No, it's or? always a question mark for me. Yeah. No, like am I suited or not? I mean, the fact and, that you even want to ask, it has the inclination already with Neil. Yeah. Like for you, it's like, I don't want to be, you know. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I put I, him in. <laughs> like like I said, uh, I, I, out of all the people we know that, that are passionate about horror, who, who create 
stuff for horror and everything. I'm the least likely person. But that's why this is this is working out. Oh yeah. yeah. The, <laughs> ma- the energy match, uh, the energy yeah. match. Yeah. So actually I, I'm sure you know him. Ernie. Remember Ernie? Drunken oh, Ramblings. Oh Ernie! Yeah, yeah, Ernie. Hey. Ernie used to be our guest also. Um he's asking, uh, how has horror developed in the modern times? Horror movies. Uh like movies like Talk to Me. Mm. You know the hand mm. one. Yeah. Wow, that's a very intelligent question. Okay, let, <laughs> let's well done. Uh, yeah, yeah, I love I love the very intelligent. One, yeah, I think ho- horror movie has um, the has been so far removed from its source content. Mm-hmm. If you look at the seventies, uh, horror movies back then were very real. Mm. Uh, I mean, I'm even talking about Asian horror. Right? Yeah. Asian horror movies, you know, your, your Pontiana, your Curses and everything. Mm. They're very true to form. Mm. Yeah. But audience need more cake. Mm. Even the 1972 Exorcist back then, that was, it felt so real because mm. it was done over a period of time yep. and then they still didn't succeed. Yep. Today, can you still run that formula with today's audience? You can't. Mm. Yep. So even the latest Exorcist Believer, here's a spoiler, took happening one day mm. and that is very Hollywood. Mm. Oh, flying things and everything up. So the the horror today that we see in Hollywood has gone the way of superheroes. The nun too. Everything brush, brush, loud, big, expensive budget. You know, <laughs> but horror don't have to be like that. Yeah. Yeah. Horror is all about the suspense. And I'm I'm Asian. I find that the the kind of horror that scares me the most is the horror that you can't see. Oh yeah. 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 And atmospheric. Find, atmospheric. Yeah. And yeah. there's a lot of horror short films. If you guys get a chance, look at horror short films, the five minutes, the 10 minutes, those really get, get yeah. to the punch of it. Yeah. Yeah. So I do hope to see more Asian horror comes out that is not artistic or is not uh, comedy because the mm-hmm. latest range of horror that we see is horror, what do you call it? Horror D. Yeah. Com- Comedy and horror. Horror I, comedy. Horror I've comedy. never heard that term, but yeah, I wouldn't be surprised yeah, yeah, yeah. horror D. Coin term by Jack New. Yeah, he, yep. he's famous yeah. for that. The slapstick stuff to, to just to make it less scary. Mm. I yeah. get it, you know, because we look at the Taiwan and Hong Kong horror, yeah. it's funny. Mm. And that's a signature for them. I get that. Then there's also the what's that one? Curse of the Prana, Curse of the Pontiana. Mm. Oh, Glen Goyon. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Revenge. Uh, revenge. Yeah. It's so artistic yeah. that I as a horror fan, you're not engaging me, but I'm sure you will win awards for mm. sets and everything. But I want the story. I want the law of the point. You know, sell me that. Apparently, I'm too much of a purist. Lah, so. But, okay, so what is that one? I, we, we usually ask that question later, lah, but yeah. I guess- we, like, Now we have now to ask it now. Yeah. Topic, what is that one perfect horror movie for you? Any. In, in modern times, Conjuring is the one that got me. The first one. The first Conjuring. Okay. Mm-hmm. I love it because it's based off a true story. Mm-hmm. You know the history of it. So you go in with it with the premise that, okay, there is some truth to this. I'm, mm-hmm. watch, I'm not watching made up stuff. Yep. And because the director is it's a Malaysian, mm-hmm. right? So he knows the Asian flavor for horror. He didn't go to Hollywood style mm-hmm. until later on. Mm-hmm. So later on, the yeah. scene with the... Yep. Damn, yeah. Because it, that suspense that brings you as an audience, you know it's not, but the the, the character does not, and mm. you are just sitting there you're at the edge of the seat, going like, "Don't go, don't go, don't." Go. To me, that's how you sell horror. Mm. Brilliant. And with the latest one, with the talk to the hand, that was not too bad as well. Yeah. Because it's it doesn't follow the same formula as the other run of the mill mm. uh, cookie cutter horror horror movie. Mm. Yeah. And this is a brilliant idea where. 
you can talk to the spirit. Yep. And you're all a bunch of teenagers and you're using this for a party trick. Yeah. Because all of us, like you said just now, your how you were silly in your younger days, yep. we were playing Ouija board, playing mm. Spirit of the Pen. We were going to haunted places for kicks and giggles. Mm. And when you watch this show, as an adult now, you go like, yeah, I was kind of like that last time I was young. Yeah, why is yeah? Or like, why is yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. So when I saw that, it, it, to me, it was very accessible to me. So I love it for that reason. Mm. Yeah. What about Asians one? Do you have any Asian one? Got to represent. <laughs> Not, doesn't have to be like recent, uh, maybe 2000s also can? I think the closest that, that I, I found uh, entertaining enough from an Asian perspective, like I give it a lot of, of, of credit, even though it's not the best horror show, mm. was uh, Haunted Changi. Oh, they, okay. they, they came up during a time where there was like found footage and yeah, everything. Yeah, there was yeah. a Singaporean found footage in Haunted yeah, Changi. Yeah, yeah. And then no one else can film in Changi anymore after that. So that to me was still very precious, despite it not being, uh, if you compare Apple to Apple, yeah. as great as the other Hollywood shows. Uh, the Medium, mm. the, the mm, Thailand, okay, the that, that's a bit more budget. Yeah, yeah. That was freaky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. extremely yeah. scary. My dad thought it was a documentary. I'm, I'm oh. still waiting for the right time to watch it during the day. You need to watch it. Yeah. I, oh, it's I know. very good. I'm, I'm literally bracing myself to watch it. Yeah. Shutter? Shut, shut, okay, I, I like Shutter as a concept, mm. um, but I was not into it as how people are. Mm. Uh, the Ring, of course. Mm, the yeah. Ring was brilliant. Mm. Uh, this is one that just slipped my mind. Oh, I the i10 the i mm, the i10. The i series uh, when, uh, <laughs> the, the, which one the first one or the the i10 I, I think it's the one with the lift when he she goes the to the I lift first one. she press the button the uncle yeah the uncle <laughs> flows towards her sometimes horror shows right all you need is just that one the scene, scene and then he oh, screws yeah. up the elevator mm. for you yeah we were just talking about it like the last date episode the eye oh yeah the floating thing yeah okay cool no but the, 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 the funny you will say that you your you the shutter doesn't do it for you, but the medium is the same director. Mm-hmm. But I guess his vision yeah. has matured. Mm. Yeah. I, it, it's one of those things where you can have the same director and then some two, person- Two different yeah, styles. Exactly. Two mm. different styles. Because yeah, the yeah. medium was, it's almost like found footage, but oh, it's okay. A good a good comparison was will be Rack. Ah, yeah. Oh, okay. yes. Rack. But Rack is zombie, right? This one yeah. is horror. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The that original was, was Quarantine, was it? Yes. Ah. Yeah. I actually think, I think Rack, came first. The Spanish. Red, Red is the Spanish one. Okay, Spanish. Quarantine is the American one. Yeah, yeah. I know the Spanish one came first. Oh, yeah. How about the uh, paranormal activity? The first one. The first one was fantastic. The whole idea of it is like, you know like you do the Blairish project, right? Yeah. You do it once. That's it. Mm, mm. You stop at one. But then if you do it another five times, it's just silly. Uh. Yeah. yeah. I, I gotta say. Because the novelty of it is gone. I, I never found Blair Witch Project scary. Yeah, so. It was just a novelty. At, yeah, oh yeah, at no, no. Time. It, it became it, a classic because it was just... Yeah, yeah exactly. It's a, it's a novelty. The, the, I, I think I admired it more as an event than a film. Because mm. mm. like the, at the time itself, like when people were talking about it, and I love the fact that for a stretch of time, people weren't sure whether it was real or not. Uh, that kind of stuff, I was like, yeah. yeah they, that, that got me. The movie's, a cult the movie's fine, but like that stuff really got me. Yeah. Okay, so for you is Conjuring and The Medium. Mm. Got it. Okay. I don't know what this question means, but I'm going to ask it anyway. Okay, we're going to find out. This guy is, uh, oh, Adam, Adam, Adam Mitch. He's asking, will Eugene and Kyle go to a Singapore Kertai soon? That seems like a very self-explanatory question. And I love that they left me out. (laughs) Adam, 
thank you for leaving me out of this. <laughs> I, I guess it's like the seven month girl tie, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, I guess. Yeah. So. I mean, uh, Wait, what, does, what does what does what does mean? Like just to go there and participate, or just as an audience? Or? Yeah, I guess like just an audience and go and see, yeah. Not, month, not to uh. sit on the first row. Oh or hell no! <laughs> I'm not gonna do that. Are you gonna do that? No. <laughs> you see, he will try. He will try, and this guy will try anything. Dude. <laughs> Excuse me, yeah. Uh, sorry, we just here to experiment. Uh, paise, uh, paise. wrong rule. That's it there. Wow, bro, I think the bouncer is going to bounce you, man. Okay, uh, Adam Singer to you not me. Uh. Speaking of chairs, just to seg- seg- segue a bit, 26 Sinmin Drive, the mm. latest one with the abandoned mm. block. Yeah. So I was doing a live um, investigation. Then I turned out to this corridor. There's a bloody chair on the middle of the corridor. I got the, I got the heebie-jeebies and the vibes so just going mm-hmm. off, right? Then people on the chat group was like, hey, go sit down on the chair, go sit down on the chair. Bloody okay. hell. So I sat down, literally sat down there. I put a the camera there. I, I, I felt it. I could, I could tell it's going to be haunting already, but I needed the audience to know that's haunting, not just Eugene Tay says it's haunting. Mm. It's got my EMF meter and everything. And this went intelligent conversation with me, back and forth, back and forth. Yes, no, yes, no. You know, uh, that's, that's that chair. So How do you feel? Did the feel, chair feel cold? No, but when I sat down, I felt like the way I feel when I'm in a place with very high spiritual energy is almost like walking into spider web. I get this whole oh. very uncomfortable. Like you try to, you know, but there's nothing there, right? But there's oh. things just sticking on you. Oh this is how I felt. Yeah. You, you somehow made it worse for me by using the spider web comparison. Uh, yeah, somehow yeah. it just feels worse for me. No, I mean, it's very descriptive, right? Yes. We all felt like spider web. Ah, so, but know. in the spiritual sense mm. yes. so you're sitting through something yeah. <laughs> so was it did it still felt the same way after you left no so in that session I actually asked I said can I give you love and compassion for you to move to the light is that what you want and it says it gave me the permission so I just closed my eyes I meditated I had my burning uh, chameleon there I said I'm now going to give you an offering Mm. Right to move. I don't move on. Move, move lah. Right. Yeah. I'm not here to fight you. I'm just here to yeah. give. So I sat there and I meditated. Then I opened my eyes and all done live stream. It's like all live. Turn up my EMF meter again because I could feel. I could feel it. Just the the, the weight just left me. Mm. Then I check nothing. Zero reaction to my surrounding. Then I know you must have accepted the offering mm. So I said thank you. I left. Mm. Okay. So so Eugene and Carl would would definitely go to a good time. Mm. Here's the thing. This year, I saw someone posting Gertai in a cemetery. You seen that? Have you seen that? Oh, I wish I have gone for that. Yeah, yeah. No, I, 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 I wasn't free, but uh, my friend went. So it's not Bukit Brown, it's uh, Lim Chugang. Mm. But uh, it's, the, the, it's organized by the temple, but there were five groups. So you know those mobile trucks with Gertai uh, stage on it? Uh. Five of them. So the cemetery didn't feel like a cemetery. My friend went, hey, Carl, you see, it looks like a, it looks like a concert. So there were cars parked beside the graves and then people were just looking. Of course, they were performing for the spirits. This was during seven months. Oh. And then I was like, I want to go there. I need to go there. But he confirmed won't go with me. I'm, I'm not going there to, to, to go sana. He can do that. I'm just going there to see. I just see, want to see. You say that I am actually quite curious. It's a cultural that. event. Yeah. That, <laughs> okay, weirdly enough, right, that makes it less, a cultural thing. Yeah. yeah. So, mm. if they do it again next year, okay, can. No, no, I'll go. I'll, I'll bring you with my friends. Uh. Okay. Uh, my friend, my friend, tampon. Okay, on. Yeah. You're not joining us because we've already put the idea in your head of sitting in the front row. No, 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 no. <laughs> no there, there's so no seats, I'm, bro. Oh. There's no seats. Oh, there's no seats. Oh. They don't set up. Oh, they okay. just park on the roadside facing the grave. They, they just play the music. Okay, to, now it's, it's like, like, it's, it's like a rave. You know? Yeah. yeah. Like nothing. 
when there will be people standing yeah. there, I don't know la, whether if there are people. Yeah, la, yeah, yeah. But I, I, I will go to see it. Yeah, I, I'd be curious to see what it looks like. Yeah, just he, like He goes like, oh, it's so crowded. Let's take some photos. This morning, go and look at it. It's like all empty. Oh, jeez, <laughs> bro. Yeah, I, I, I will keep my phone in my pocket <laughs> the whole time. To, 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 to correct that, that, that perception, I don't always go and go, son. In fact, <laughs> I don't go and go, son. I try my best not to. Unless I'm invited to. I, oh, man. Not so free. Not so free. <laughs> okay. 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 Yeah. Fair point. Fair point. Okay. So, speaking of ghost hunt, right? Yeah. I'm sure you have a lot of stories. Uh. Can you share with us some of the scariest encounters you've ever had with the supernatural? Okay. Uh, okay, this was... I'll share with you some of the newer ones. Sure, sure, But sure. there's one that I've talked about few times on my own show because mm. this really is not it's, the day to the day I die that's what I'll bring to the grave with me mm. this one incident that I went to do uh, to help this this group this this family I it was about 2015 I think right so I was in the middle of supernatural confessions already mm. and people would call me and tell me the stories yeah. So there's one night I got a call from my one of my staff who says, my cousin's house is haunted. I said, okay, but it's about 2 a.m. now. Mm-hmm. Can I take the call tomorrow? She says, no. She wants to talk to you now. She just needs someone to talk to because right. they are going crazy. Yeah. Um, I picked up the phone. I talked to her. She says, oh, hi, pleasant woman. So my house is haunted. That's the first line. I remember this. My house is haunted. Straight okay. to the point. Okay. Say, what can I do for you? Can you come down and take a look? So I know I was once upon a time in the position of that lady where I was just looking for help, desperate yeah. for help. Anyone, anyone, can you please come and help me? Yeah. Mm. And I would sit outside at 3 a.m. rocking under the tree, something just totally lost. So I knew exactly how she felt. And I said, okay, let me come down. Yeah. And she was in Tampanis. I said, fine, I'm in Pasiris. I'll just take a cab over. Mm. Came out to the house, it was second floor. Saw all the bags are pretty packed. Husband, wife, two kids. I said, okay. Hi, ma'am. I'm here. I'm Eugene. You said your house is haunted? Yeah, come in and take a look. So I said, okay. I went in. I still remember Christmas tree. So that was 27th of December. Mm. Christmas tree was there. I walked in. Clean house. Doesn't look haunted at all. You were alone, right? I was alone, yeah. Okay. Right, the, parent, the family is all just at the door. Mm. Walked in. And so we did the whole usual. Okay, if there's any spirits here, you know, show me your... Let your presence be felt. Uh, give me a sign. Mm. So I waited. It was all of just a few seconds, like maybe under a minute. Mother Mary just fell off the altar. Ooh. They look at me. I look at them. I look at the aircon. I said, I think it's the aircon. Mm. Right? You just, just try to find any reason for yeah. myself, right? Because yeah. my balls just... Yep. Yeah. And so I said, okay, in paranormal investigation, you got to ask the same question twice. Right? If that was you... Can you please show me another sign? Right. And I was hoping nothing would happen. Then I can explain it away. Like, oh, it's coincidence, it's the aircon. Mm. Waited slightly longer this time. <sighs> the rosary beads just broke and then just fell to the ground. There's no way I could see the wind. They looked mm. at me, I looked at them, they put a house key on the table, they said, you can stay the night if you want. And they left. And I did. I stayed the night. But before I stayed the night, I was asking him a few questions first. My, and a haunting of this nature has only two types. Someone sent it to you 
mm-hmm. or you summon it yourself. Mm-hmm. And because of that, I felt safe. Right. Because whatever that's haunting this place, I'm not a target. Yeah. So I, I stayed the night and I did my whole investigation. We got a lot of evidence. Then eventually we found, we got to the root of the problem. But I remember going to the house at 3 a.m., you know, not expecting anything and the Mother Mary falling off, followed by the, the, the rosary, rosary beads. But, but, uh, so did you get, you captured a lot of things? Uh? Yeah. Oh, you stayed, did you sleep? You I, I did sleep. I stayed the whole night. Until what time? I did, I stayed about 5.30 and then all the EMF, EVP, everything just stopped. The vibe just stopped. It left lah. Yeah, either left or you just didn't want to communicate anymore. Oh, so, so can you share like uh, what happened after that? Okay, so at 5.30, I opened the door. I walked out to have a smoke. And I saw in front of me, because the last question I asked was, I, it felt like through the conversation, there were, I was dealing with more than one entity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I was asking, how many of you were here? How many of you were here? Open the door to have a smoke at 5.30 a.m. I saw all the shoes was nicely arranged in sets of three by three. Mm. Unless from the time of three o'clock where they left to 5.30, some OCD neighbor came by to <laughs> arrange the shoes. Yeah. I took that nine as a sign that that's what the spirit is trying to tell me. That there's okay. nine of them. Next morning, they came back. They brought a priest with them. Catholic family, right? So, mm-hmm. brought a priest. They were chanting, chanting, chanting. I was standing at the main door overlooking the living, dining room, the kitchen, and the living room. Mm. The husband was with me. And we both, while the priest or the pastor was singing songs and, you know, doing the cleansing, he and I smelled gas from the kitchen. He looked at me, I looked at him. He walked to the kitchen. I saw him turning off all the gas, the stove. There was no one since last night and I'm the only one. And I'm standing apart where I can see the kitchen. So who turned it on? Hmm. So to me, this, I was dealing with a class A entity that was here to tell you, I mock your religion, your faith. I can turn on the gas to kill you anytime I want. So this was an extremely dangerous entity we are dealing with. On one hand, I could just F this shit and go back. It's not my problem to deal with. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I felt certain sense of responsibility to this family. Again, because I have been in that spot where I was desperate mm-hmm. for help. And I knew how that felt and I didn't want people to feel that way. Yeah. And because I know that, again, I'm not a target, I'm not really at yeah. risk, yeah. so to speak, right? I'm yeah. still quite away from that. So I started, and people talk about paranormal investigation, they go and find ghosts. That's usually a thought process. Oh, go into investigation or exploration is go there and find ghosts. Mm. But real paranormal investigation is about finding out the source of the haunting. Yeah. Right? What are we dealing with? Yeah. Right? And if you don't know what you're dealing with, having that pen move across the table or having an EVP appear on your gadget means nothing. Yeah. Right? Oh, go away. Oh, I got to go away from my EVP. So, mm. and this is someone's life we're talking about. Real mm. investigation. So I interviewed one by one. I interviewed the father, interviewed the mother and the two kids. So I went with the father first because if someone's going to send you a curse, I think it's you mm. because you run your own business yeah. mm. and people will send a curse to you for two things, money and love, which means right. you probably take someone's wife or you steal someone's money yeah. right, from business. So I target him. Spoke to him, he said, no, his business is bad. He's a family man. The wife attests to that. Oh, he's always come back. He's always the at home mm. so okay he doesn't seem like the drinking go karaoke type so not, probably not him mm. the mother is a housewife mm. 
unlikely you fight yeah. with the market uncle and the market uncle send this sort of thing to you because whoever sends this kind of curse to you is a is a death curse. Right. To power the death curse requires life or life. Mm. So I don't think the market uncle is going to do that. Yeah. Elder son, Tekong. Okay, Tekong goes doesn't come out. Tekong is not that kind of yeah. devil. The youngest kid was like what seventeen, I suppose he was then. At first, when I saw him, was long sleeve t shirt. Then the second time I saw him again, it was short sleeve, full sleeve tattoo. Mm. Nine names on the hand. Jang jang jang. I kind of was suspicious about it. Mm. So I said, "You got nine names, both guys and girls." So. I kind of knew what I was dealing with already. I sort of pinpointed on him, but I knew he was never going to tell me what it is. So I got to throw some curveball at him. I say, hey, "How come you got nine names on it? You understand lah? Every time you sleep with a girl, you write her name. You got go from guys and girls. You bisexual lah? Hey, no lah, my friend, my friend. I said, I also got friend. I don't tattoo myself. What? He say, oh, my friend passed away. I say, how old are you? Seventeen? Nine friends passed away? You know, at that time I was like thirty, thirties, my hmm. early thirties. I don't even have nine friends to pass away. So oh, uh, these are my close friends. So okay, close friends passed away. How did they die? Final destination style: pierced through the head, motorbike accident, mm. really gruesome death. Now I'm getting somewhere. So <clears throat> this is where I pull a bluff. I said, "How many of you are involved in the ritual?" I just pull it out my ass. He says ten. So that's an admission. There is a ritual. There's ten. I said, "You're the last one left." Have you not figure that this thing is trying to kill you now? That you're next? No lah, no lah, no lah. Then when he he rubbed himself, I noticed, hey, Rolex ah, wow, I got Bugatti ring ah. So you get those? Your father says business is bad. He himself got no Rolex and everything. How come you got all this? I threw another bluff, right? I said, fake one, right? All these are fake one. Then he said, no lah, real one. I said, how you afford? You seventeen, so how you afford? No lah, I was very lucky lah. We gamble, we win lah. Then I said, ah. I we're getting somewhere. They're getting somewhere. So I said, "Where you gamble?" Then uh, I can't remember what the conversation went on. He said, "He he will go open bottles. He play with the uh, Samtio there." Mm. Ah, then I know. Okay, Samtio Thai. So we're dealing with some Thai magic here. So Thai magic understanding of the Thai practices. You know that there's a lot of artifacts and they have to be kept at home. Right. So I said, "If I look under your bed, will I find something?" It's another bluff. And then I see face start. Bill, ah, I say okay lah. I'm onto somewhere lah. So I did call some master to come down to cleanse the house. Master said cannot. It's a death curse. Blood for blood, life for life. Mm. Whoever who have made a pact with this entity has not fulfilled his part of the bargain. The entity wants to claim it, and the master is not going to interse- intercede and say take on the burden. Yeah. So we all left, and I said, no one can do anything for you. Whatever you promise, you just got to finish it up. I left lah. I still kept in touch with them for for a while. But after a while, <coughs> they stopped contacting. I also stopped uh, messaging them. Two years later, they invited me down to their uh, Chinese New Year house for Chinese Chinese New Year for, to their house for reunion dinner. I saw the guy again. Oh, hmm. tattoo all like partially laser all all the bling bling all gone. So I look at him. He look at me. And then there's a bit of the, you know, I know. But the the parents know lah about your this story. No, no. You talk to him privately. Why you never tell the parents? I no one lah. Not my not my okay. position to pachang is lobang lah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So we are curious. Like, I think he has a question, but yeah. I, I will ask mine first because it is in sequence ah. Don't you think that you're getting involved in a sense whereby by exposing this to like like because it's a death curse, right? 
then you're exposing this to the world. Like I like say, telling the story itself. Mm. Yeah. Wouldn't you, wouldn't you put it, you put you at harm with the entity? I don't think so. I think there are okay. rules. Okay. Entities, spirit, world, mm. they have to play by rules. If I'm not a target, I'm not the one owing anything to you. Mm. Me telling the story has no bearing mm. on anything. Yeah. Okay. In fact, I felt that there was more to gain from the spirit world and the living if I share this story. Which means, A, if you are going through something like this, you now have a story to fall back on a case study. Yeah. If you are thinking about doing something like this, you now have a case study to have a more informed choice to do it or not to do it. Yeah. And if you're the spirit, now you have more people who have spoked out about not delivering on their promise. So when I look at it, hey, it's a win-win for everyone. Yeah. 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 I mean, so how did the matter get resolved with the son? Like, it, I, I honestly, when you were halfway through the story, I was like, oh, this is not going to end well for him. Yeah. And then you saw him again like a year later, mm. tattoos all removed and everything. And you all had that moment. Mm. How did, do you know how he resolved it? Or I do not know for a fact how he resolved it. Okay. I just know he's alive. And it, the logic side of things would be whatever that he had promised, yeah. he had a return or he delivered. Or if he had forgotten, then he would have to give back all that he has gained. Ah, okay. And perhaps even pay a price. This, this one kaula. Okay. This kind of thing, I've heard it before. Okay. Yeah. I mean, uh, uh, I, I don't know if Eugene know this, but I'm half Thai. So Thai people, they get a lot of, uh, of course, the black magic is very, very real mm. and very, very strong. Uh, we do get like the, the misconception that oh, all Thais do black magic. No, no. Not, not mm. all Thais do black. And you have to understand black magic, uh, there's a price on. Mm. The price is very, very heavy. It's uh, to the point of life or life. Yeah. And it's very damaging for your soul. And if you believe in the whole karmic thing, right, you will, it might, you might bring forward to your next life. Mm. So yeah, I, 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 I have seen it uh, occur to a certain extent. It's very, very strange. And uh, it's gotten like quite the reputation to the mm. point whereby like, when you tell people Thai black magic, then people are like, oh, okay, okay, I get it. You don't play mm. with that. Mm. You don't play with that. Yeah, it's scary. I'm, I'm also kind of curious, like when you started the story, because you talk about like, you know, the Catholics that choose for you know, So my first thought was, and maybe this is stereotypical of me, oh, Akmo Gosa, Akmo Demon. Hmm. Have you encountered like, or what you think at least is something from outside of the region, hmm. but within Southeast Asia? <clears throat> so I have a theory of this and it's something that I've been playing around my head hmm. a long time and I, cannot seem to get the right answer yeah. but I spoke to a lot of people about this same question you just asked me yeah. I see ghost and spirit yeah. my understanding of them now is that they are all energy patterns right we as Asian see this energy pattern we ascribe certain characteristics to this energy pattern because that's how we understand yeah. if we see a white gown long black hair we are going to react and our energy is going to respond to that energy right. in a way that is right. matched, right? Fear. Yeah. Understanding that that energy is a Pontiana. Mm -hmm. We then react accordingly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. If we were to see, say, a Victorian gown goes yeah. holding a lantern, we're like, oh, that's kind of cool. Mm. It's not going to get the reaction that it needs. Yeah. So, entities feed off your fear. It feed off you. Right. So mm. when we are in Asia, we have a collective consciousness and believe what that energy is. We then see that as it is. 
European guy who comes to Singapore may not have understanding of Pontianak, mm. but he may see it in a way or something that frightens him. A faceless ghost, you know, mm. something with, you know, that to him will garner that same reaction. Mm. And that's my understanding of it. So sometimes, you know, we, we when I go overseas to Europe, I'm not afraid. I'm mm. really not afraid. Yep. <laughs> what's the worst that can happen? I will go to this hundred, few hundred year old cottage. I want to see a ghost. Mm, yep. I want to see a European ghost with chains and with a whole night hat with a little ball at the back, you know, um, nightmare for Christmas style. Yeah. But it's not, it's not. And when I went over to Israel last time uh, and I asked them, is there any haunted places, any ghost story? No. And no one believes in ghosts over there. So then again, then there's no ghost. Mm. So it's our belief creates mm. that energy. Mm. Yeah, I, I mean, I think it's also a cultural difference. Uh, yeah. Right? yeah. For us, we go colonizers. <laughs> we go <about laughs> colonizers. Ah, nothing. On, uh. How can you beat like a penis grabbing uh, vampire spirit versus your headless horseman? Mm. Mm. Your headless horseman might get into an accident, bro. Cannot see properly. <laughs> you know? See, but I like that theory because that makes it interesting. Because if, let's say, somebody migrated from Singapore to America, for mm. example, even though you've grown up with all of this out here, if you're in that culture long enough, eventually you take on, mm. you start to see those spirits, that, yeah. do, that energy for what it is to the Americans. Mm. Well. That's interesting. That is actually a very interesting concept. You know, I talked to my friends from um, overseas, right? To them, poltergeist activities, mm. uh, old Indian burial ground, as far as their law takes them. Yeah. You know, we have uh, our own Pochong, Panyanga, Pontiana, everything that is uh, really quite a lot around Minya. Yeah. You look at the Japanese law. Yeah. Oh, that pantheon of horror is like anything and everything has something. Yep. Different world. Uh, different world. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Shifting gears. So you are still, still I, horror. Still. No, I like how cheery that shifting gears was after the heavy conversation. Shifting gears. <laughs> shifting gears. <laughs> so you are currently actually conducting walking tours in Germany, yeah. right? So... Mm. Uh, when when is it? How how often do you do it? Every Saturday night. What what do you what do you call it? Pluck pluck. I've I call it the walk with hantu Changi. Mm. Uh, I intend to have like walk with hantu uh, Changi, Sambawang, Pulau Ubin, mm. different places. Uh, right now I'm doing it at Changi because the government has mandated that whole Changi will be torn down and rebuilt to mm. be something else. Mm. Yep. So there's like a limited time only. Yep. So yep. we really uh, want to go course. down. And you see all the abandoned buildings yep. are still there. Yep. Yeah. So I can really bring you on a tour and I can point to you this abandoned building, that tree. But I say, for example, if I go to, not say Wahasana, Kampung Glam. Mm. Right, there are stories of old shop houses and yeah. things that we like try to imagine how these places look like before without all the nightlife yeah. but yeah. It's, at Changi it is still the same kind of vibe that it yeah. was years ago in fact if you drive from anywhere and the minute you go into Loyang mm. and hit to Changi the lights are different yep. the air is different and the vibe is different, different. oh yeah. yeah there's something about that ground mm. so yeah. So and you're 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 doing it what how how once once a month? Once no every week, once every Saturday. Oh, garangs, yeah, yeah, this guy. So From what time to what time? Minimum six to sign up. Uh, I mean you can come alone, but uh once I got six, I can actually run the, the tour. Yep. It's from seven thirty to ten thirty, and then we end off at one of the cafes. We sit down and have a drink and share ghost stories. Nice. Yeah. You see, this guy is dedicated, so do check him out. Unfortunately, it's only available in Singapore for now. But if you are traveling through some of our listeners, they are international listeners traveling to Singapore, please check out we'll link it down below hmm. it's, yeah. uh, it's 
quite a tourist spot. You guys sure. should come too. It's very safe. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll try. <laughs> night safari, bro. We'll, we'll, we'll try. We'll try. Maybe more people. Uh, more people. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he's like, we, we, went, uh, we went to do another thing with Changi, like an experiential thing. Mm. We adapted one of the Ghost Maps episode into like a, like a walking tour where you can listen with a set maker. And then uh, the, the, the founder, Ang Mo, la, so he also like, guys, can we go in the day? <laughs> ah, then, okay, then we go. Then even that, right, I also feel like, mm. then when we walk up, the security came. They mm. drive out, they look at, what are you all doing here? No, 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 just taking photo, going for a stroll. I said, oh. I, I wanted to ask him, but then I remember the rule, don't ask ghost story at wow, Changi yeah. Hospital. Yeah. Oh. Not in front of Changi Hospital. That one cannot. Yeah. I, I still remember when, when the guy from Setmaker was like, can we do it during the day? I Immediately in my head, I was like, my man. <laughs> my man. Sorry, la, producer. La, I was like, I need content. I want to do a <laughs> vlog. Yeah. But then, okay, la, maybe it's, it's for the worst. I, I, I try not to tempt fate. La. Yeah. I also follow a bit of faith, you know, like fate la, in, in the sense whereby if it's not meant to be, don't force it. Mm, yeah. You might get different outcomes uh, which is not too good since I got the founders of Ghost Maps here I want to share this idea with you because okay, it's like, in my head okay, if, like, if it involves me walking with you to Old Changi Hospital I can tell you right now what the answer is no no it, it doesn't I, I, I bear in mind I'm going to keep you safe but I'm going to keep you safe and entertained so I have this idea of wanting to create a map mm-hmm. and the places like there'll be like hot spots and people can go there click and listen to the horror stories mm. and I thought it would be a perfect title called Ghost Maps for the app. Mm. Then I see, no, Ghost Maps is you guys. No, I can't take this name now. But you know, if we have all these stories together and that's something we can pull it off, mm. the Ghost Map app. Mm. Yeah. I'm trying to pitch this idea. Doable, doable. I mean, uh, as long as it's not a podcast, I don't mind you using it. I think it's, it's mm. fine. We can work together on it. Yeah. yeah you, guys, you guys are Ghost Maps. You guys be part of it. I, mm. I almost feel like, you know, okay, we're probably not going to do this, but the M for Maps and then you got app down there. Maps, apps, yeah, maps, yeah, apps. Yeah. See, it's the perfect name, man. Yeah, it is. It is a perfect name. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Wing came out with the name, by the way. Mm. I mean that, like, that's actually the the story behind the concept focus maps or so. Where mm. it's exactly like what you said, like you know, so many places in Singapore, you throw a stone, you can hit a ghost story yeah. at any place. Yeah. So that's what we. That's was our initial concept behind it. So like you know, let's chart all these stories in different parts of we're gonna make that happen then oh yeah mm-hmm. yeah, bro, yeah. We, can, we can speak more so I mean we, I know you, you shared earlier first, huh? just now what are your some of your favourite horror movies books and even games horror okay horror books I still very much in love with this Earthborn Guide to Supernatural World mm. remember that one I heard of it oh, the one with the skull in front Oh, as okay. guy. That was my very first. I probably had a lot of horror books when I was growing up. I can imagine. But that's the one that I keep thumbing it over and over again. I can remember some of the stories even by heart, like with the imagery of this guy in a lift. The attendant, when this woman was walking towards him, he says, Nope, the lift is full. She's like, No, the lift is not full. Then he closed the gate and he smiled at her. He goes up and the lift crashed. And she's like, Oh, who was that Who's, who, who saved my life? And then the hotel, when they were doing the investigation, like, there's no, there's no lift attendant there. Mm. You know? So I was like, whoa, you know, this, this, again, this kind of horror, the times you cannot explain that it doesn't yeah. have a beginning, middle and end. Mm. Yeah. It really sticks in my head. Atmospheric. Mm. Mm. So that's books. Uh, what would you say? Movies? 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 Yeah, yeah I can watch Conjuring and The Medium over and over again. Okay. Uh, games? Unfortunately, I don't play a lot of games. The one game I played, uh, the latest one was the, uh, 
was it Phantasmal? I'm, I'm looking at car. Uh, plasma phobia. Plasma phobia. Okay. <clears throat> These are all go the modern ones. Yeah. Yeah. So that to me was more interesting than scary. Mm. The scariest game I've ever played mm. is Phantasmagoria. Mm. It's an old game that you play on your, I think, 486. And you have like two CDs. And it's actually real people acting. And you can go click in a haunted house. Ooh, you can solve. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? yeah. So there's this haunted house. There's um, the auntie actually bestow it to the granddaughter. Yeah. Then she goes there. There's something wrong in the house. And she had to solve it. Mm. And eventually, got possession and everything. So as a teenager, when I played that game, I turned off all the lights. Oh, dude. On. Mm. And Ooh, I can even listen. When I think about the, the title now, I can even hum the theme song to you. Mm. When you load the game, it goes dum 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 dum. I like how you can play these games with the lights. I, I couldn't even play Wolfenstein 3D with the lights off. So you, you, know. you know you're gonna have to play the mortuary assistant. Oh, I know, I know, and I don't know why I volunteered to do this, bro. Good luck, man. Yeah, nice, nice. I I like to believe my incompetence at games will outweigh how scary it is. Mm. <laughs> I think it would be quite funny. La. Yes. He'll, he'll die like within the first 10 minutes. If, <laughs> if I'm lucky. Yeah. I will watch you play that game just to see your reaction. Oh yeah. That's, <laughs> I, I, I don't know why. Like I've established that I am such a coward. But when he was like, hey, what game should we play next? I was like, what's the one, the, the, the Mortuary one? He was like, Mortuary Assistant. I was like, yeah. It's like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> I also won't play it. <laughs> yeah, I, I won't play. It's, it's too scary. Yeah. I don't know why I because it's a first this. person perspective and then you yeah. will see like the body rise up and all and then it walk towards you oh. and then you will like boom. It's, it's atmospheric because you will have sounds like the you're basically you're working as a mortuary assistant and then you, you have like this weird body that mm. basically you need to cut up you need to actually cut up the body and stuff there's the gore and then there's like just you alone ah. then there will be like the doors of the, the freezer opening oh, and then when you turn the light will go out then you come back then you see like a shadow at the back it's like it, it builds up and then there's like a yeah there's like there's something happens uh, apparently there's like five endings what's the other one with the take photo one the clip uh, oh. Fatal Frame Fatal Frame In also Japan Japan mm. yeah yeah that's, that's pretty scary also that was quite a while back right yeah yeah, yeah. but they they, they, are, they have new new titles are coming out yeah. okay yeah Cool, cool. I like how I only got excited when you mentioned CDs into the computer. I was like, yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, telling of our age, right? Yeah. <laughs> no, actually, yesterday I was just before I slept, I was watching Are You Afraid of the Dark? Remember? Okay, la. Yeah. Okay, la. Now, that's now, a kid show, thank la. You, but, thank you. I, I feel a little bit but more. But there's certain parts that was quite creepy. Yeah. Now I was like, hmm. I do creepy. like I, I do like those kinds of shows, movies, and like stories where it's it's scary enough that children can enjoy it, but not like traumatizing. What's that show? The one on Netflix, uh, Mr. Midnight. Um, Mr. Midnight, right? Yeah. yeah. Singapore adapted it, right? Mm. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Yeah. I thought that was pretty well done. Mm. Yeah. They, they shot in Tanamera, but it's not in Tanamera. It's Indonesia, in Tanamera, right? Batam. Yeah. <laughs> Tanamera, sure. Yeah. So Eugene, what's next for Supernatural Confessions? Are you working on something cool? Yeah, oh, shit. I'm working a lot of things right now oh in tandem God. because I just quit my day job this year mm. in April and concentrating on Supernatural Confessions full-time. Nice. nice. Uh, along the way, our fans have said, hey, you guys are like the Ministry of Supernatural Affairs because we pride ourselves on being the authority on supernatural stuff because mm. we do... Mm -hmm a lot of research trying to back up what we say. Mm. I said, okay, the MSA is not too bad. Mm. And I felt 
next year will be like the 10 year anniversary of the, you know, the book that I've, I've written. And I thought, okay, it'd be nice to just rebrand, not totally to something that's alien, but to shape it to how it has evolved now. Mm. Like my Facebook group is called Must Be The Hantu. That has not changed since 2015. So I'm thinking maybe, yeah, let's, Must Be The Hantu came about because it was a tongue in cheeks way of saying anything that happens, you just blame the hantu. Right? Mm. Oh, the can move. Oh, must be the hantu. The, you know. But now we want to understand what's the hantu behind it? What's the law behind it? And our audience have actually grown with us mm. through, the, through the, 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 the many years. And now, if you just say it must be the hantu, they're not enough for them. Yeah. They're going to start to debate with you because now they know. Mm. And I think we have to evolve with the, our audience in that mm. sense. Uh, I want to do, I'm still going to focus on content because mm. I, I love the content. It's the, the blood of supernatural confession. So mm. still be very much in that. Yeah. But <clears throat> I may want to look at expedition. I may want to go out to places. I may want mm. to do uh, outside of Singapore because yeah. Singapore is a bit kind of restrictive already. Yeah, yeah. Yep, yep. Uh, and as far as uh, merchandise goes, mm. uh, I have ideas to create tarot cards. Mm. Uh, I'm a game developer. So I, I want to encapsulate some of the the, the lessons I know about the supernatural world yeah. into card games is nice. less preachy than yeah. trying to write a 10,000 word thesis on my yeah. understanding of the spiritual world. Yeah. But you know what? Play the game. Here's the rules. It's kind of like, you know, understanding how the spiritual yeah. world works. Uh, I have a live show next year, 6th of January. Oh, wow. Live, oh. live show, like in front of live audience. Oh, nice. Yeah. Where, so where I definitely want to bring you guys on board as well for that one. Sure, Where's sure, it going to sure. be? What's the... It will be somewhere in town, in okay. Somerset. Uh, we got all the bookings done already. Oh, it's nice. a 100 pack auditorium. Nice. Very with a nice. nice lobby space outside Ooh. to mingle. Nice, nice, nice. Uh, probably get my uh, drinks sponsor to come down to support the event. So I'm, I'm very blessed because we have Nocturne Noir who mm. every year Halloween is like, he'll call me up and be like, bro, let's do this. <laughs> you know, only one I want to work with for Halloween. Mm. Yeah, and uh, so we, we kind of have that, that tight uh, relationship. And turns out a lot of our audience we drink. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, you need to drink. Uh, you need to drink. Slight tangent. Uh. I connected with Eugene, what? 2019, mm. right? And then the pandemic happened. And initially, we didn't want to show our face because we are behind the scenes people. But now, yeah. now different. Uh, now different. <laughs> How things have changed, right? Mm, Thanks, yeah. guys. So uh, then I met him on a shoot uh, where he's hosting for Bitsy. It will come out. I think by the time you watch this video, it's already mm. out already. Mm. So it's about uh, related to Supernatural. Uh. And then we reconnected. The first thing I saw him, uh, this was afternoon, you're drinking already. <laughs> but I get it. I get it. I get it. Because, right, it gives you liquid courage and it helps with the hosting. It helps with the talking. <laughs> if you don't have the drink in your system, it's very hard. You know, you're, you feel... Not lubricated. Ten- yeah, you feel the tense. <laughs> uh. You feel the tense. I, I only go for the hardcore stuff. Because yeah. you can't drink. <laughs> you can't drink. Green tea. If you can drink, you compound drink. Uh. I, I swear to God, man. <laughs> but, but here's the thing, right? When you do investigation and you go to haunted places... We don't drink. Don't drink because yeah, yeah. when you lower your yeah, inhibition, yeah. Yes. you lower your defenses, yeah. it will come into you just again. Yeah. yeah. Uh, when we were doing our first horror film, horror shot, we were, my assistant director was like, Yeah, Kyle, don't drink. And she's Indonesian. Mm. Yeah, she's like, Don't drink. Don't let anyone on set drink because once mm. you get drunk, easy. Yeah. yeah. It flips the switch just like that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, this question we ask all our guests. <laughs> yes. Okay. Uh, for us, it's very stupid, lah. Okay, yeah. it's basically what are you afraid of the most? What huh? scares you? Yeah. For no. us, right? It could be anything, yeah, not yeah. necessarily supernatural. Yeah. You see when? For us, 
Same answer. Chicha. Chicha. Lizards. Yes, man, bro. We do horror. No, it's get chicha. Like, I, I don't, like, touch wood, I'm not tenting anything, uh, but any supernatural encounters, anything, pales in comparison to the mere thought of a chicha touching yeah, me. So, chicha. so haunted room and chicha in a room, I'll take the haunted room. Anytime. Yeah. I'll take the haunted room. And this is no, a person who's scared of ghosts. I am a coward. No, chicha is different. But, yeah. Ah. It is different, man. Yeah. Okay. If there's chicha, I'll take care of it for you guys. Okay, thank, thank you. you. But if there's kachua, ah. cockroach, oh, I'll handle. I will scream like no, a girl. No, no, I'll, I'll handle. Okay. In fact, Kyle is- Yeah, yeah, I'm not scared of chicha. Okay. I'm not scared of cockroach. I, I smack can. one flying one before. Yeah. So he, he's next level. I, I will, if the cockroach on the floor, I still can handle. If flying, a bit difficult. Yeah, see, just think about chicha. Chicha cannot fly. Cockroach, it can take off like that and fly and... I, okay. Talking about it, I'm getting no, no, no. this shit. Yeah, okay. Look, I'm, to make you feel better, I shall myself also. I I understand fly, but I saw a chicha do parkour the other day. Yeah, chicha can jump. Like, <laughs> nice little backflip from off the wall. <laughs> yeah. Which to me is like... I don't know why they do that, right? I don't, I don't want to. They're know. trying to flex and show off to you. Well, maybe you should accomplish. I'm very impressed. Maybe that's the inspiration for Chichak Man. Woo! <laughs> yeah. Nice, uh, nice. Another movie I want to watch. But my, yeah, what my, my kid will catch Chichak. Oh my God. Oh yeah, my. with hands. Okay, so all honesty, right? I think my, my fans all know this. I am terrified of cockroach. Cockroaches. And my... My, my community will keep sending me cockroach pictures, cockroach memes, cockroach stuff, like, ah! <laughs> yeah. your, your fans sound loving and evil yeah, at the same yeah, time. Yeah, a bit of both, uh, yeah. a bit sick. Uh. So what if you see a chicha entity? What would you do? No, kachua entity. Kachua. Ah, okay, kachua entity. Oh, no, I'm out of there. I don't even need to know this entity and all. I'm not going to even ask, man. So on, on Changi Walk, there's one part, oh, there's a lot of cockroach. Yeah. Is it the boardwalk? The boardwalk part. Oh, now yeah. it's actually pavement already. Mm. Oh my god. Uh, I would be like, ah, ah, ah. I'm not ashamed, man. I'm not ashamed. Oh, but I you will still go. La. I, I have to. La. I'm leading the walk. La. But I oh. will be like, you know, participants, I love you and all. I'm supposed to take care of you. But for the next 100 meters, you're on your own. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> yeah. But every time you go, got chicha. No, 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 no. Sometimes. Uh. But when, I think like rainy weather or something, you're running around. Oh, shit. Running around. Must yeah. be a nest. Uh. Yeah. Less afraid of but even that thought so I'm like, mm. but the good news is haunted house, more chicha than kachwa. Yeah. Good news for who? For me lah. Yeah lah. Mm. <laughs> so I can go in. I see now why we have the dynamic that we do. <laughs> okay. Yes. So, lastly, Thank you so much for coming to our show. So last thing, plug. Where can we find you online? Well, you can find me online. The easiest place is supernaturalconfessions.com. That's a website. And from there, you'll find the links to my YouTube. Uh, I'm, I'm on IG. I'm on TikTok. I'm on Twitter, on Facebook. But quite frankly, I have only focus for YouTube. So yeah. youtube.com slash supernaturalconfessions. Please uh, subscribe. We are trying to grow the channel. Uh, we diligently create content every week and I mean as professionals and ex- okay. not experts so professionals and uh, enthusiasts of the topic we take a lot of effort to curate the content so yeah. uh, we hope you enjoy it uh, watching it lately I've been doing a lot more investigation videos because fans are asking for it mm-hmm. so I don't know when I stop or when I'll start because it's very much impromptu but the latest one about 26 Sydney Drive has mm-hmm. been getting a lot of views so if you abandoned right? HDB yeah. so if you like to go on an adventure but you don't want to be there <laughs> right watch me on uh, YouTube Supernatural Confessions mm. 
Thank you so much. So now we'll do the closing. Yes. But before that, again, thanks so much, man. I can't believe it's taken us all this long, but yeah, I feel yeah, like yeah. this this feels like yeah, some kind of culmination for all of us. This is like, like four years in the making. Yeah. yeah. So it was awesome. Thanks for joining us, man. Thanks, um, thanks a lot, man. Now, radio voice. <clears throat> <laughs> New episodes of Ghost Maps go online every second and fourth Thursday of the month on Spotify, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, and all major platforms. New episodes of Dead Air go online every 13th of the month. To make sure you never miss an episode of either, subscribe now and follow us on social media at WeAreHantu. That's one word, W-E-A-R-E-H-A-N-T-U. I just realized that that sounds like the Mickey Mouse Club theme song. Yeah, it does. If you'd like to share your own stories that could inspire future episodes of Ghost Maps, you can reach us through the contact form on hantu.sg or message us directly through Facebook and Instagram. You can also be one of our supporters on Patreon at patreon.com slash wearehantu. One, two, three. And, and remember, remember, just, just because, because they're stories, it doesn't, doesn't mean they're, they're not true. true. Good night. Thank you, Eugene. Good night, Good night Bye. Bye. <laughs> if you want to stay up to date on Hantu, or listen to our other podcasts like Ghost Maps. Subscribe now and follow us on social media. You can also be one of our supporters on Patreon. Look for We Are Hantu or click the links in the description. Dead Air is a Hantu production. Hosted by Kyle Ong and Wayne Ray. With album art by Julin Lim. And recorded on Audio Technical Mics.